Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at facebook.com slash makeupkennedy and brought to you by wowfreecam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now... We go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Well, good evening, you crazy bastards, and welcome to another edition of Tim and Tom. Uh, once again, of course, fucking crazy week in the world. People doing all kinds of idiotic shit that make you shake your fucking head. Just, you can't believe it. And, and just when you think it has reached the bottom, bottomed out, <laughs> no, sir. More craziness, more wildness. And we're going to get right to that in a second. But first, of course, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the fucking king of Clifton Heights, Mr. T.R. Shock. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. Um, in the immortal words of Winona Judd, when you hit rock bottom, there's two ways to go, straight up and sideways. And these fuckers are going sideways with their craziness. We could, I mean, we could be on here four or five hours if we addressed every story. Oh, God, yeah. the wires. Well, we don't even leave, we barely, we, we really even don't leave the United States. You know, we're not even attempting yeah. to cover any stories of craziness that happened anywhere else in the world. We'd be bald, we'd have to get more staff if we did that. Yep. Yeah, maybe that's an idea. Anyway, um, let's go right to it. No point in screwing around. Um, a fucking classic story from your neck of the woods, which is just the the, the jokes write themselves. But I'll just tell the story, and you can make your comments and jokes afterwards. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies baseball game. One of the greatest uh, mascots of all time, the Philly fanatic. You gotta love him is uh, launching uh, duct-tape-covered hot dogs into the crowd in between innings. And lo and behold, you know, what's what's the first thing they tell you when you're at the baseball game? Uh, I don't fucking know. But... Keep, your, ball, keep uh, your eyes on the ball. Watch what's going on out in the field, right? Don't be gawking around fucking looking at other shit. You're there to watch the ball game. Well, I, I, thought, so what I thought you were referring to... Uh... The, the big sign on the locker room wall that says 
uh, you shouldn't gamble or something of that nature on baseball. Strictly prohibited. Well, that's for the players, though. A la P. And then only, and only anyway. in Philadelphia and only on only on, on Reds when the Reds are in town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dick. I knew I knew where Kathy the story's Mc... going, so that's why I interrupted. Yeah, Kathy McVeigh is her name. Oh, it appears to be a, a male, maybe mid-40s. She's not paying attention, and she takes a fucking hot dog right uh, in between the eye and the bridge of the nose. Fucking I don't know. Flying. Is there actual? I didn't eye. see. Is there? Is there actual video oh, of, got, of the of said incident? Yes. Um, I don't know if there's actually video of said incident. I have. There's pictures here of her uh, with her injury, and it's pretty nasty. But, oh yeah, uh, I mean, I've I've seen the picture and read the story. I think I even saw a video of her talking about it. But, uh, you know, the fuck, the hot dog, you know, that, that could be real. I'm not, I'm not doubting it, but conspiracy theorists might say that, uh, she might've put dinner down a little too late one night for hubby. Well, you know, I, I was under the impression that all like 40 plus year old women in Philadelphia could take, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. You know, you wouldn't take it in the eye, so to speak. Yeah, she, uh, you know, all seriousness, it's, uh, you got to be a real fucking uh, idiot to, you know, like you said, pay attention for one, but, you know, I, I, I did the Sixers uh, entertainment crew in 06, 07, and I was near those launching things. And, and yeah, they propel it. They used to do T-shirts and, hot dogs and all that kind of shit. But I just, you know, I just can't see. She's like the, the, the Steve, she's like a, a, a silly version of Steve Bartman or something. You know, it's like. Well, and it's doubly funny because I think it was about two weeks ago. I can't remember what ballpark it was at where a fairly hot chick caught a line driving her beer. Like she had done it yeah. like a thousand times before, and chugged the beer and was an instant celebrity, and then this poor woman, <laughs> she has to take a hot dog to the face of all places, and then and then I'll try to make so... it worse. Then she comes. This is this is her statement, and then then you can have the floor. It just sure. came out of nowhere, and hard. She <laughs> said. Now, if you don't find that sure funny. You sure that's her quote and not Bonnie Rotten? Or, you know. <laughs> well, there's several women I could think of that have probably been attributed Stormy, to that same quote. Stormy but, Daniels, uh, one of them. I don't know. but Yeah, uh, she might be one yeah, of them. Yeah, I mean, um, it had to be freaking silly, man. Like, what, let me just call a spade a spade. What a dumb bitch. Get off your phone or whatever the hell you were doing, knitting a sweater. Somebody in these uh, middle-aged uh, heifers go down there and just they you know they they still got their crush on like macho row from 93 and uh chase Utley and, uh, and pat burl pat burl used to bone every hot chick in philadelphia so they're they're looking down probably you know drink. and here comes a hot dog which is like the uh 
closest you're going to get to uh, the red and white pinstripes coming at you. And uh, you take it in the face, but you, you yeah. got to decipher in your uh, delusional mind that it's not Pat Burrell giving you a big number 33. No, the only thing I will say for only thing I will say for her is she, uh, and surprisingly, because this is not usually the 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 take of a Philadelphia fan, she has quite clearly came out and said she will not has no interest in charging anybody with anything, and in fact she recognizes that actually this is kind of funny. So, well, good good for her then. I'm sorry to bust on her, but the month. The money shot would have been if, like, the if the mustard packet that was attached like splattered in her eyeball. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been you know, or if she Hot would have taken Bukaki. it right in the mouth. Yeah, if she <laughs> would have taken it right in the mouth and it would have like broken one of her teeth or something like that. Then that would have been. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that I could stop on that one. So that's a pretty lighthearted Frank, story. Kind of funny. Frank Furter Bukaki. Isn't he the uh, he the fucking newest edition of SmackDown? Yeah, that's uh. Well, never mind. Yeah, he could he could be. Oh. SmackDown's name, on name like that. Yeah, that but that just goes to show you, you know, not everybody's a total dick, but you know, keep your eyes on the on 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 the, on the cock. That's all we're gonna say about yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's all. Make there's flying cocks around you. Keep your eyes open. Be aware. If there was a, uh, a a ballpark snack food that uh, that was reminiscent of a vagina, I don't think I'd let it smack me in the face because you know, might leave a uh, displeasurable yeah. scent around my. Uh, I, mean, I like goatee. I like tacos. I mean, there you go, tacos. We could shoot the tacos, Philly yeah. fanatic, and he could stick that long tongue in them before he shoots them out. <laughs> shoot him right out of a, some kind of an apparatus rigged up into his mouth, so he just so he shoots yeah. him right off his schnoz there. Fuck with that yeah. or something. Are you listening to them Phillies? <laughs> somebody from the I'm Phillies so has fat. got to hear this. I'm so fat right now. I wish somebody like the fanatic would get a posse and do a drive-by with like six hot dogs right now and just shoot him at me. Well, then I would starving. take him in the head. I would take them in the head exactly. just to keep them in to keep them in front of me so that I could eat them later. None, so none got by me. But all right. Well, anyway, so from from that story, we'll move on to uh, to one that's a little closer for me for a change. Uh, where uh, there's I'm another person proud out there. Of my, I'm not. Well, no, not really, because he lives there now. But uh, you know, I'm not very proud of our of our Canadian uh, Seth Rogen. Um, Busy down in America, embarrassing himself. Um, nah, what a dick you know, he is. This is a pretty dick move, and and it's got nothing to do with once again. You know, people would go to the political end of this. I'm not even looking at it that way. Um, you're a celebrity. You go to a some kind of a dinner or function or whatever, a fundraiser, whatever it was. Where there's other celebrities there and politicians and shit, and then you refuse to take a picture with somebody because I don't, I don't like you. Um, yeah, Mister Fucking Pineapple Express. Go ahead, Tim. Finish your point. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say about it because it's just so fucking childish. Like, 
I just don't get it. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like if he went there specifically to, you know, uh, watch, watch, <laughs> watch me. I'm gonna get one over on Paul Ryan. Watch, watch me do this. Watch how cool I am. Ah, I didn't take a picture with him. Fuck off, burn. You know, I don't know because, like, if that's a win for those guys, that's a pretty cheap win. If if that's a win. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you did the uh, giggling fucking yeah, I can't, uh, nonsense. fucking laugh he has. Yeah, because I got like a messed up throat right now. But <clears throat> he's a douchebag. Like I, uh, I ain't gonna lie. You know, super bad. Some of his early shit was kind of clever, and that got him in the mix. And then he got green lit. But he just, you know, Mister, uh, I'm a stoner. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You're a stoner, and now you're all political. And, you know, like the, like Paul Ryan, I don't want to make this political. I mentioned the, the bad word, and sorry. Um, like Paul Ryan or not, the dude's kids were right there, and they were fans of Rogan. So, uh, you know, wh- who are you getting over to? Uh, who Like, the dude just wanted to take a picture because uh, apparently he, he was a fan too. But I guess you yeah, know, apparently. He couldn't be – you couldn't be seen in a picture with, uh, you know. Well, because, well, because of course that would mean if I, I must, uh, I must be on his side then. You know, or you must have common sense. Yeah. Well, so well, there's there's the whole point of this story is that like, why can I, you know, we've got two non-voting kids here who have nothing to do with the political part of it. Can't take a picture with them and and it not be anything more than it's just a picture. <laughs> Nothing else. It's not an endorsement of anyone or, you know, that you're no longer uh, on one side and you're on the other side. You know, whatever, you know we're sort of trying to not go there. Um, it's just stupid and it's childish. And if you're going to pull a move like that, then you have to go to something like that and not take any pictures with anyone. Agreed. As a celebrity, and don't make any more public, movies. You're fucking stars over. Yeah. You can't be a, you can't be uh you can't pick and choose when you're in public as a celebrity. You have to just you know take what, the anyway, off and then stop. He's got the silent writing partner that's obviously the genius behind it all anyway. He's just <laughs> the stoner. You know, that's great. Uh, Cheech and Chong, that 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 lasted for about ten minutes and so is his career. F him. I know I fucking uh, I saw hat. a um uh, I can't remember who the he was on a roast. Oh, he he hosted the James Franco roast, and that was one of the jokes somebody made about him is that uh, you know Seth has a has a uh, a partner who does most of the real work. Can you imagine how fucking ugly that guy must be if Seth Rogen is the face of the operation? Yeah, he's the he's the Channing Tatum, Seth Rogen. Yeah, good good looking guy. Hate to pick on a fellow Canadian, but. Uh, you're a fucking loser for that move, Seth Rogen. They should make a, a movie together. They should make their final movie together, Tragic Mike, and just fucking uh, take their clothes off in front of people. Seth Rogen. This is the end. You don't even that know how to Seth spell Rogen. Rogen. Spell it like a spell it like a real man, Joe Joe Rogan, with an A and not an E. Queer. Uh, it's just that's just being different, being politically correct. Um, yeah, yeah it's such a, 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 a no, not Joe Rogan. Sorry. 
Fuck Seth Rogen. Joel Rogan's pretty crazy, too, but not anywhere near as big a dick as Seth Rogen. So fuck you, Seth Rogen. You useless fuck. Uh, okay, move, moving on to another, to a bigger useless fuck, if that's even possible. I don't know. Apparently this became a thing a couple of years back where fucking people that don't got anything better to do with their time uh, have to rat out fucking little kids with lemonade stands because they don't have licenses to sell lemonade and they're on my property and it's illegal. Now, first of all, you are a fucking useless human being if you rat out any little kids trying to sell lemonade on the street. I don't even know what division of hell you get to go to for doing that, but you get there's a special place for you there. This bitch, now this is the second time that this woman, um, she's got the nickname now of Permit Patty. She went off on a, on a few black gentlemen who were barbecuing in a, uh, a public park, screaming at them that they couldn't barbecue there because they didn't have a license to barbecue in a public in a public park. <laughs> oh, I thought there were two different people. I didn't know it was her. No, yeah. this is the same this is the same bitch, uh, apparently. Um she goes off on a fucking eight year old <clears throat> because she's selling water on the steps to their apartment building because it's hot outside. So this cunt actually gets on the phone, or as the story goes anyway, and phones the cops. No. Um, yeah, I, 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 I got. I was going to be on the middle, but since you said this is the second time, then I might. I'll let you finish, and then I'll talk. I don't know. I don't know where to go. Like, is your like what is like seriously? What's wrong with you? How does this hurt? <laughs> this isn't hurting anyone. It's it's, Dude, it's there, not hurting something you. Something happened. Something happened, and it's not just the election. Something happened, like, in the air, in mind control of social media or something, and and just, like, made people who have uh, pathetic, douchey tendencies to amplify them times ten. But go ahead. Finish up. Yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right on that one. I think it's – I think you got the – I think you got the angle right there, that somehow uh, the, the social media has enabled people – and made them de- delusional to the fact that everybody gives a fuck about their opinion about everything. And we certainly don't. Um, what are, you, are you mad that you didn't come up with a fucking idea first? Uh, pissed because she wouldn't give you a deal on the water and you didn't have enough money to get yourself a glass? Like, what's the problem? Like, fucking go about your see, day. See, uh... <laughs> She's she's a kind of another speaking of attractive, Jesus Christ! If I had eight fireballs, ten tequilas, and a six pack, still wouldn't fuck that bitch. But anyway, yeah, no, this, um, this chick is past that point. And I ain't exactly Brad Pitt. Um, however, I've always she could be friggin' Pam Anderson in her prime. If if Pam Anderson in her prime was the type, and you have to be a certain kind of type of fiduciary to be the may I speak to the manager type, like I was so uh, glad when I was uh, driving for Uber and Lyft because 
those type of people, like from corporate America or, or uh, however, wherever those entitled, uh, at least in their own mind, type of people uh, believe that you are an Uber driver and not an Uber partner. It's your fucking car, as, I, as I've mentioned here before on the uh, show. I, you know, at six one two ninety, I would fucking embrace the moment when I'd get some turd who's in for a business meeting uh, from Denver and was so mad that I that he had to walk three feet and 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 you know chewed me out and I'd be like, "Yo, pussy, this is my fucking car. You can get the next one." Or I could pick you up by the fucking head and throw you on the curb. You're not in your little cubicle today. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my life. Much like this chick. This chick is uh, ugly as it gets, so that, that that's a factor. May I see your manager? I'm going to call the cops if you don't have a permit. Like I, I went into this story thinking that that was two different people, the barbecue chick and permit patty. Uh, but if she has a history of this, because... Uh, the whole story that I heard was that it went on for hours where the kid was really like bothering people and screaming loudly, like right near their window. But, uh, and she yeah, allegedly. That's okay, that's a whole different thing if that's true. Now we have a different well, story she, then. Well, I, I, see, I don't know now because, you know, if she did it before, it kind of, that's her side. She allegedly went and, quote-unquote, confronted the mother and not the kid. That's why I was in the middle about it. And the mother well, maybe cursed this her is, out. Maybe without, this is one where we where we need to hold off judgment a bit on this one. Maybe some more will come out on this one. Well, she's still a stone-cold faggot, the chick. I use faggot That's meaning so, soft and yeah. worthless and not That's, any connotation. Yeah. It's an eight-year-old um, kid. They, 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 that's what when you, they do. when you they grab make, a phone and start including cops and something like that, if you don't feel physically threatened, you're just, uh, you, I mean, all these good people that suffer from, like, uh, cancer and things that come out of nowhere that they have to fight, and they're people that, you know, brighten everybody's day while they're sick and are fighting just for another breath. And these can-I-speak-to-your-manager types are just still around makes me just <laughs> sick to my yeah, fucking it's stomach. It's so, I, you know, that's why I said I was in the middle when I heard a, you know, a different version, but that's the uh, Hermit Patty version after, you know, she probably still believes she needs to speak to the manager, but, um, you know, uh, she, allegedly she confronted the mother, the mother cursed her out. The kid still was, like, screaming at cars, like, hey, buy my water, like, you know, in her words, aggressively and very loudly right next to their office, and it was disrupting their business or some shit. Um, but what else would she say? I'm a total douche, and I need to speak to a manager. Uh, the, and I, I, the that's real, an analogy, not an actual thing. I mean, she yeah, called the, the real. Cops. The real problem for me was if she did whatever she did, if she faked the phone call, if she was, you know, making more out of it than there was, whatever the case may be. But when it started to backfire on her, started to backpedal. Oh, don't make me mad. I didn't mean, you know, I didn't mean it. I had a rough day. Don't make me out to be the bad person in this, blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, 
No, it's too late. What? Did you watch the last OG with Tracy Morgan? No, I did not. It was a, it was a funny. You should uh, check it out. I've heard about it, but I never watched it. TBS. Jordan Peele and him did it. I mean, it wasn't like earth shattering funny, but I laugh at Tracy Morgan all the time, and my throat's all messed up, so I probably fuck up the imitation. But he was made of a lot of shit going on, and he worked at a barista that his old drug dealing partner owned, and uh, it was one of those dorks like a that like permit patty, and he he was like saying, "Hey man, you didn't give me enough sugar or something." Tracy Morgan's like, "We got a problem." <laughs> we, we good? We good here? And he went out, you know, he went out from behind. All I can say, my my voice is so effed up, but I could probably still say, I got a point. Uh, still not good. Next week, Tracy Morgan will return. <laughs> oh, sorry. Got a little cold, et cetera. I guess the impressions are going to be down today. But I, I just love the, the reaction. It's like the dream reaction because, listen, douche, uh, Patty, uh, passenger, customer, with your living in a bubble in an all-white neighborhood in your uh, gated community with your ugly self and your stupid husband and your dorky kids that are fucking don't even play sports, probably fucking play a violin or some shit because you suck. When you get in the real world, it's a little different. So go after yourselves, permit patty types. Yeah, so sometimes you just gotta you, you gotta not live in the moment for a second and try to detach yourself and you know, kind of, kind of like being on social media, you know, where sometimes the gut reaction is not always the best one to make. Sometimes it's helpful to not hit that fucking enter button after you've typed a tirade. But anyways, uh, yeah, people just uh, uh, people just need to just stop and think. It's an eight-year-old kid; wasn't hurting anything. Now, no. you hear a story like that, and then you read one like this, where some genius decides that uh, tattooing a gun on his forehead. It's a good idea. Tattooing anything on your forehead isn't a very wise idea. Um, I saw this, too. And then what did he get arrested for? <laughs> He's not allowed to have any possessions, have any guns. So he goes and labels himself as a guy who's probably packing a gun. <laughs> what a dumb fuck. I mean... You know, more than likely, anyway, right? It's like you know, it's gotta... like leaving. Remember the old Brady Bunch when they were with Vincent Price in the cave, and they were leaving a a freaking trail of popcorn. He <laughs> he left a trail yeah. of a trail a trail of uh, stupidity on his stupid head. I saw a meme today, which was pretty clever. It was like a dude getting dicks drawn on his face and his head and shit and his neck and whatever. And it said, 1998, prank. And then it had underneath the same picture, 2018, uh, tattoo. But it was, it, it, I forgot what it said. But um, you get the gist. Like, 
what yeah, what real um, people were were embarrassed of now and twenty years later the same thing is true like enough. you know well it's a it's always been the thing with not to get into a war about tattoos or anything i'm not i got no problem with hey them i got if they i got thirteen out. man i got thirteen yeah, no, I have no but problem not on my with face. Them if they're if they're if they're thought out and if they're positioned in a way that, uh, uh, like I've seen, I've seen you where I can't see any of them and I wouldn't know you had any. Yeah. I mean, when I worked for Comcast, I didn't, uh, I I didn't show any, well, one's on my hand, so it's hard to cover, but. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with having a tattoo on your hand either. What I'm saying, I mean, when you get a fucking, uh, uh, 38 tattooed on your forehead, um, you're you're either MS13 or just uh, yeah a I chromosome. Mean, you have an extra chromosome. You know, it's, it's, it's just think about tattoos. Like I got no problem with you know. There's some there's some rules. You know, never put your never get your girlfriend or wife's name tattooed on your body anywhere. Never did it. it. Did it. Yeah, foolish move. Foolish move. Yeah, let me let me tell you that I mean, story while we're on this real quick. Uh, I'll let okay, you finish. Then, on no, no, I haven't heard this one. So this is okay. Well, go there. Well, obviously, the most important thing in the world is my precious daughter, and I have her image on my chest from when she was like five from a picture we had. And uh, no problem with that whatsoever. <clears throat> one of uh, these random arguments with my ex um, before the split was, uh, you know, because I had quite, I was doing quite well financially then, so you know, hence the tattoos are like. Even at a discounted rate, my friend, I'll give a free plug, Tattoos by RC. He's on uh, Tattoos Day on Preston and Steve, my main man. He actually paid for my first re- uh, demo recording. So he's a, he's a good dude. I'll give him a free plug. Anyhow, um, but I got a good rate, but they were still expensive. And I was trying to go up to get my forearm, left forearm, something there, because it, it felt bare with the rest that I had everywhere and shit. And uh, <clears throat> she goes, I said, I love you. And, you know, I, I should have known this was all set up for her imminent departure and the fact that she was being unfaithful. But uh, she's like, oh, you love Mary so much. I named my kid after my ex, by the way. She wanted to name her something ridiculous. But I named her Mary after her. And says you got Mary's face I don't even get my name on you and started putting heat on me to go do that <laughs> wow, so dude. I, I, I went up and uh, RC didn't do it I think it was my buddy uh, Pete up there He uh, her initials were MCF uh, I ain't gonna say her name but you know Mary whatever uh, so I figured MCF wouldn't be bad because it's small and, you know, I get a little more ink, and then I'll figure out what to fill it in with later or whatever. Um, about literally about a month later, it was revealed that she had been cheating and all that shit went down. So she made, like, she didn't make me, but she pressured me into getting her on my body when she knew that she was cheating. That oh, adds to the scumbaggery of her. And uh, I went up, like, the, the day that everything, that the shit went down and I was like, dude, fix this somehow. And RC in his brilliance came over and looked at the MCF and in like three seconds 
um, turned it into snakes and made it a Medusa. Like the, if you can imagine MCF and cursive in your in your head, like mm-hmm. uh, I'll show I'll show you when you get out of I'm Canada and I get out of Philly. Inkling, no pun, but yeah, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to take away from tattoo head idiot, uh, and you know, gets no, gets busted on that, tongue that's charges. A, that is a that is an honest uh, point to that story of why you don't do that sort of stuff. And that's not even, you know, like I said, that's not even close to tattooing a gun on your forehead. I could never figure out, um, again, there again, I got nothing, I don't have any. The old lady's got one, um, but something pretty calm. I could never figure out the um, elaborate, uh, you know, I got a 14-inch fucking dragon tattooed on the middle of my back. I can't see it, of course, but it's back there. That I could never figure out. Ones that you can get where you can even look like, you know, if you get them on your hands or on your arms or your ankles or calves or whatever, where you can actually see the fucking things, even on your chest, I suppose. Uh, But women particularly tend to put them in places that make no sense to me. Well, they're not there for for them to look at anyway. Let's put it that way. And then I have to wonder, well, what what are you getting the tattoo for? You just just sideline. Special. Yeah, it's a special moment just, in my life. Just, right. Yeah. yeah. It was the time I called the first police time. on this, this eight-year-old black girl. No. Um, first time I had a three-way with three back. black dudes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you got my mind sidetracked uh, now on tattoos because some girl's old trick, some neighborhood in Clifton Heights area girl, I forget her name, but she was like, hey, TR, do you want to see my pussy? And of course, uh, that. Um, yes, I, yes, I do. <laughs> that well, that invitation made me leery because you know, the Me Too movement was actually started 12 years ago, so I think it was within that time period. Well, even so though it it, it so was cat, started, it was started the, for the legitimate cat victims. Wear on her body. So, exactly, she pulls open her pants, and it's a it's a fucking. Now, um, it was um, a dog somewhere, like, in the uh, pelvic area. And she goes, oh, my God, the dog must have ate my pussy. Well, to be honest, at that point, I probably would be making some type of reply, well... If you think that that's not surprising that that's what you think happened because you seem like you're kind of a dumb bitch. Yeah, uh, and I can just imagine. <laughs> I mean, know. I've been there. I've yeah, been I'm there sure for nipple piercings. I've been there for nipple piercings and stuff at the shop back in the day. But uh, a lot of the Eagles used to go in there too, which was pretty cool. I, I made friends with a guy named John Wellborn who was an offensive lineman. He ended up going to Kansas City, but <clears throat> but yeah, RC tattooed a lot of cool people. And, uh, anyhow, I forget what the hell I was going to say if I brought up John Wellborn. No, no, pussies, nipple rings. Oh, yeah, I've been there for that, but, uh, I mean, it it never ceases to amaze me, these these girls that get them in their crotch and wherever else. They're just, you know, have all of a sudden a stripper mentality when they get in that chair and just sit there for an hour naked. And get them like you know in their crotch and wherever else. 
I've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, what have I seen? Uh, um, I'm going to guess most of them were porn stars, but, you know, they got the fucking arrow with, uh, you know, no entry to their asshole and shit like this. And it's just like, what a waste, what a waste of time and money. Yeah. I even know there's one because I know Nate didn't believe me and he had to go, he had to look it up. There's one, I can't remember what her name is, but she has tattooed around the ring of her asshole one ring to rule them all in Elvish. Like Lord of the Rings. That's what I said. I said, who the fuck would. Like, combo combo nerd. Combo nerd and asshole. Interesting. (laughs) Lord of the Rings porn star. So anyway, this dipshit, anyway, he ended up, of course, as we all know and could surmise from the story, was arrested. Then they found the gun. And then just to pile on a little bit, um, dumb fuck didn't have a license and was speeding. So got a few more tickets for his troubles. And, uh, yeah, you know, now, I don't know that this is one of those uh, magic words, but I think we can keep this word. I don't know about those millennials uh, as far as jail, but old school county or federal, dude comes in with a gun on his head. He's getting blasted. He, you know, he's just getting, every time he goes in the shower, he's either getting uh, smacked in the face, you know, kicked in the nuts, fucked in the ass, something. He's, he's going to get buried in there because those guys ain't the school shooters who are quote unquote insane so they get three hots and a cot and then and fucking separated from everybody. Uh, he'll be in general pop and he'll get his ass kicked. So fuck him and his uh, his gun tattoo. Even though I like I like I like I like my guns. I don't I don't you know. Yeah, no, me too. But uh, you know, I just don't like them on my fucking head. face. Yeah. Any more than you need anything up there. Um, right. Yeah, and that goes to the next, you know, and and of course, so far, I will, I'd like to add that all these stories have been white people so far, just in case anybody's keeping track. Um, and so is the next one, I believe, where... Uh, well, you can almost predict, Calif- you can almost predict what, you can almost predict what color the people are by, by the story, almost. Sometimes. Um, good old California, we go next, where... Uh, here again, you know, stupidity, you know, just a little bit of common sense saves everybody uh, all the problems. Uh, university police patrolling their campus, doing their job. They look up and see a car, got somebody hanging out of the sunroof of the beer in oh. hand. No, of course, you know, we know what's coming, right? They pull them over. And for whatever reason, and I just this is the part I don't understand. I don't know if it's just because you're drunk or you're stupid or both. Or um, they they ask you to get out of the car. Or no, first they ask her for her license, and she won't give them. Of course, won't give them her name, even though they've got her license right in front of them. She keeps insisting that her name is only part of her name. So of this course, is a white girl. Yeah, this is this, white. This, this enrages the, the the police a tad bit, and they ask her to, uh, of course, get out of the car. Well, she won't. 
Of course. And I mean, you can probably you can probably tell me the story from here. I, I can I can I'm smell not, already. I can smell yeah, underage. And they have it on video. They have her on video. Resisting arrest. I haven't done. Yeah, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not getting out of the car. Mm. And uh, the police said, "Look, now she passed out of the car. Now she passed the bar. She's Gloria Allred." Yeah, they said, "If you if you if you uh, don't get out of the car, we'll have to get you out of the car, and at which point you'll be going to jail." So she attempts to get out, and then, of course, resists, and they pummel her to the ground. And this is where the story gets more interesting. Uh, it's a female cop. Uh, she grabs a hold of the female cop's hair and won't uh, won't let go. So now picture this. What you've a got, dope. You've got a female cop, two male cops, and a, and a, and a whatever word you want to give her. I'm not sure what the proper word is. Uh, a... Uh, well, a dumb cunt in my language, and she's got a fist full of this cop's hair and won't let go. Oh my goodness! What do you, uh, you yeah, know what the oh you should stuff. never strike a woman thing? I wish yeah. that the the, yeah. the the female cop who has her hair grabbed just pummel her. I hope. No, no. What? But what? What do they want them to do? What? What are the police supposed to do in this instance? They're supposed to, uh, I, I should have prepared with the legal terminology because a police officer actually wrote it in one of the responses on an argument on social media that um, there's a certain amount of force can be used in certain situations, and uh, that would that would include um, this situation where the, the chick's got a handful of her hair. She should have just went UFC with my buddy, the Irish Dragon, Paul Felder, and fully mounted her and fucking drove her elbows right in her face. That's what I think. Here's the here's the word for word. The cop told her to get out of the car. She said, no, I'm not getting out. Female police officer, officer then said, fine, you're going to go to jail then. Grabbed her by the hand, at which point the uh, detainee... Uh, ran, started screaming, what the fuck is your problem? Okay, well, at this point, your behavior is damned you. Because a minute ago, you hadn't done nothing wrong. Yeah, a minute ago, you hadn't done anything wrong. Now you're running and screaming out, what the fuck is your problem? Um, Then she grabs a hold of her hair. Another cop came and took care of that problem. So they arrest her on... uh, Suspicion of providing a false ID, public drunkenness, and battery on a police officer. So, of course, now what does she do? This this is her response. This is the ridiculousness of her response. How is it that they need three male cops and one female cop to take down one female perpetrator who only weighs 120 pounds? It's time for a new system. This was her response. My response would be, yeah, they should have taken out a billy club and fucking whacked you with it the first time you yeah. didn't want to get out of the car when they told you to. That's the new system they should go to. Do it, People, do what you're fucking told. It's not hard. This whole it's thing not, is avoided. If she, gets, if she gets out of the car, none of this happens. It's not. None of it. I, I mean, I've been pulled over before 
uh, in a lot of cases, in my opinion, wrongly. I always complied. It's not hard to comply. The police are there for a reason. They're an authority figure. That's just the fact of the matter. You don't resist. It's not hard to comply. You can always take it, you know, fight the ticket, fight whatever, after the fact. You act like an asshole. They have every right to fucking bury you because they don't know what they're dealing with. You could be, you know, you could be holding anything. That's a, it's a very tough job that got a lot tougher, but I'm happy they got body cams almost uh, nationally now. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the video. Because the true story yeah, always I mean, comes out. It's not the it's not the five second video that some asshole takes and edits down to just the police yeah. like attacking people. It's you know mm-hmm. it's the full show of them kicking them in the nuts, resisting, et cetera, et cetera. I've been a bouncer a lot in my life, and I've been pretty strong, and I got great jujitsu grip strength. And the chicks were always the toughest to get out of there. Because, you know, you don't want to hit them. You don't want to strike them. They're scratching at you. They're reaching for your hair if you have it. That's why part of the reason I shave my head a lot. And uh, and they're just wiry and they're a pain in the balls, man. And, you you, you know, um, you can't do much with them. Yeah, they're just... And then the worst part part of this is that she turns out that she's underage. Of course. Drinking, so she couldn't have... So she couldn't have been 20 as her ID said she was. I think it's only 19 in California. Maybe it's 21 there. I don't know. But anyway, regardless, she's underage drinking, and you know, and she's all offended, and the cops are going, look, we don't stop you and get you out of that car. You crack up and kill yourself. We're the bad guys. We don't stop you and get you out of that car, and you run into somebody else and kill them. We're the bad guys who didn't do our job. Now we did our job, and you're pissed off. Well, fuck you. Yeah, I, I mean, when you described what happened, I, I knew that was a whitey, too, just like Wildwood. <clears throat> yeah, that's one more whitey. That's one more crazy whitey. But now we're going to move into what I like to call the Walmart zone. This one fucking kills me. Walmart, I'm leaning towards the blackie or the white trash. Where, blackie, where four, four women in a Walmart in Ohio go fucking mad. Uh, there's a big sale, and there's a running. There's only a few left, and these four bitches go to town on one another. And the video is hilarious. Because they really can't, you know, they really don't fight. But there's a whole lot of, you know, get on my face, bitch. And, you know, the, the typical, you think you're tough and don't get in. And nobody tell me what to fucking do. And uh, But it ends up, it ends up with about 25 pounds of uh, hair extensions on the floor of the Walmart. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, like, I, looks, I knew that. It looks like, uh, it looks like snakes invaded the Walmart. Because there's hair extensions everywhere laying on the floor. It's fucking hilarious. Worth a, worth a watch if you haven't seen it. When, you, when you're talking about a public... When you're talking about a public fight in a mall or a Walmart, um, 
it's immediately a, a, a group of, and there's multiple participants. It's definitely um, African Americans. Absolutely. It's just, it was just, it's just lightheartedly funny to watch because it's not really a fight. It's basically, you know, hair pulling for 30 seconds, and then a whole bunch of. Uh, uh, people have their feelings hurt because they realize that what they just did is going to be on TMZ <laughs> or worse. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I really shouldn't, probably shouldn't have done that, and it's uh, a little bit embarrassing, and I kind of feel like an idiot. But the proof is laying on the floor because, like I said, there's we got to show some poor bastard you know, clean up on aisle five, and he comes with the bucket and shit, but it's just hair extensions, so he's just got to pick them up. But it seemed pretty funny. Snatch you balls. What the fuck I ain't is trying to shit? hear that. What are they trying to get? Anyway? And now, we move to the world of sports. What were they shopping for? Uh, it didn't say. Which really kind of kind of hurts my feelings. Because I think if the, if the uh, article they were fighting over would it be the right kind of thing, it would make it even funnier. You know, if it oh, was no, you didn't. You know, they oh, got no, the hair pulling didn't. fight over, uh, you know, fucking uh, watermelon. That's mine. That's mine. <laughs> or, um, excuse excuse me. I, that, I, I, I said it wrong. That's mine. They always put a plural and ask on the end for yeah. some reason. Like landmines. Yeah, I don't know. It was It was funny, though. Lightheartedly funny. Almost as funny as this next. We've got a few sports stories here. We'll start with the most lighthearted one and go to the uh, more crazy ones. Um, uh, Jerry Rice. Uh, probably the greatest receiver in football history. Absolutely. Or close, anyway. Close, anyway. Uh, come out the other day. He's 55 years, 55 years old. Publicly Same age as our friend Bobby Blaze. Yeah. Publicly claims he could play in the league right now. I don't know. Dude works out, or allegedly worked out harder than anybody well, else uh, in the league. Uh, I agree. I saw some pictures of his body. He's in good shape. No two ways around it. But uh, did Jerry forget that he uh, got cut from the Broncos back in 42, or back when he was 42? Because he couldn't and cut Back it. in 42. You should have just left it at that. Yeah. That would have been funnier. Yeah. That would have been funnier, but uh, he he couldn't make the Denver Broncos in, uh, I guess that would have been, what, 2006. So I'm going to say, Jerry, that you might be in extremely good shape, and even more so for a 55-year-old man, but uh, your body's still 55, dude. And if you don't think it would kill you the first time you got fucking nailed by a middle linebacker, I got news for you. You might feel all tired. Yeah. I think I think you've forgotten what it's like to get hit by a 265-pound man who don't like you very much. It's sad to say about the GOAT, if you will, the greatest of all time in receiving, that Father Time is undefeated still. Yeah. So go, Most go back to dancing any with more the stars. Than, um, who was it who was uh, uh, Rafael Palmero? He was going to come back. Here just not long ago yeah. either, and oh, I could still hit thirty home runs. Fuck, dude, you could barely hit thirty jacked up twenty years ago. 
You ain't fucking well, even getting that touch on the ball. You never know if he was just lying because he pointed at the Supreme Court and uh, <laughs> and, and told them. Yeah, told yeah them. okay, fair enough. But you aren't hitting shit anymore Dude, than I used uh, to drive. Mark. I used to drive Lenny Dykstra from the goddamn guest quarters to the to the vet. And he would openly tell me about this uh, this doctor and down south and other doctors and shit. And it's like it was known, even though it was, uh, you know, not public to the casual fan, but it was so fucking known. And uh, Palmero, like, he was a neon sign with, like, you know, some of the shots he used to hit. And don't get me wrong, he was a great player, but, you know, come on, just stop. With your stupidness. Yeah, well, I've had no. We covered uh, McGuire saying it about I don't know maybe two months ago, that he figured he could still he he could break the record now without PEDs. And it's just like, dude, you couldn't fucking hit a beach ball right now. You're yeah, he needs old, to worry about. He needs yeah, to worry about just, that in uh, your mind. Cheese, cheese grater complexion. Um, yeah, in your mind, that, uh, you're you're still 21 or whatever, but. In reality, and if you don't think so, put your shoes on and go run some stairs for a few minutes and call me when you're tired because it won't take long. Uh, Because your body just, you know, I know your brain tells your body it can still do it. And your body says, yeah, fucking got news for you, dude. We we can't do this anymore. Even Tom Brady. We know what we're uh... supposed to do, but we can't do it. Even Tom Brady with his uh, pool boy assistant, which is kind of creepy, rubbing him up and down every other day to keep his uh, – he's probably drinking ayahuasca yeah. and all that other shit, that weird – I mean, he's that, done everything humanly possible, short of – and he uh, might even be cheating, too, for all I know. He's talking 45. I mean, that would be really, really scratching well, it. He had a fairly drastic drop off last year. He was still good. Yeah, but a motherfucker but, uh, my team for five hundred and scared me at the end. But uh, you gotta you gotta remember too, put him put him somewhere else. He's also oh. benefiting greatly from a a team and a system that was built specifically for him and has been maintained specifically for him. Uh, if he was anywhere, if he played for any other team in the league, he'd have got sacked so many fucking times that he'd have been broken. Yeah. So uh, I mean, not not as not to take away from his skill, of course, because he obviously still has some. But uh, he he's also nah. not kidding himself. He's a hit away from from retirement. In our lifetime, we've seen Elway, we've seen Montana, and we've seen Tom. I, I favor Tom. I really do. Um, but you know, that's up for debate. You know, you, it's, it's tough to, to argue eras and shit like that, but, uh, and even Peyton Manning in the regular season sometimes is just phenomenal, but, um, father time is undefeated as we said earlier. And, uh, I was always, uh, I, I was always a pretty big fan of Joe Montana, even though I hated the 49ers. Uh, I mean, I was only because when it, when it, when the shit was on, and the Forty ers needed to win, and he and he got a chance. Fuck me, it was almost a guarantee that that fucker would 
do something he shouldn't have been able to do in the time he had left. He used to drive me fucking nuts because he did it to the Cowboys more times than I can count. Well, you know, they suck, so. Um, well, it's not, as bad, anyway, not as bad as the Eagles, but they do suck. But the, this is true. We're well chance, brother. But but uh, his true, his backup, the USFL took a, a, and made a rich man, a rich Mormon, I should say, originally. But that was a bad motherfucker too, Steve Young. If you turn on a Forty yeah, Nine ers game at one, four right? o'clock, turn around, they were on the thirty, and he was you know taking that snap going left handed and either running or tucking and running or nailing, you know, T.O. or somebody, you know, he was a badass too, man. He's a I mean, top they played a guy. couple uh, su- They played a couple Super Bowls there where it was, uh, okay, uh, Steve Young has uh, just run for a touchdown. Uh, the next position, possession he's uh, thrown for a touchdown. Uh, the next possession he fucking caught a touchdown pass. Then he ran one yeah. in. Uh, it's 35 to nothing for the 49ers. Anybody need to see any more? Because his game is over. Bad dude he was, yeah. He, he was a good quarterback, and that lefty shit didn't hurt either. Uh, all right, so moving on to another quarterback. Uh, Mr. Brett Favre has made it his personal uh, I already know. I already know. tackling out of youth football. Take well, your fucking Tommy Copper fucking uh, knee pads and all that uh, infomercials. Take your dick pics, you fucking uh, Ole Miss, whatever the fuck you are, prick. You uh, you were likable, and now you are disgusting. Take take ta- get the fuck. How they gonna get any good? How do, you learn the fundamentals of every sport when you're in in those years? What are you gonna play for flag football and uh, and have the uh, skills when you reach flag high school? Flag football? Did you say? Yeah, well, yeah, basically, that's essentially what it is. I, I'm sorry, I didn't even let you. I didn't even let you tell the story because I. No, you, we, are, we already all know what the story is. You, you've pretty much nailed it. I mean, my own my thing is, is I I don't agree that they should try to get it out of the game. It's not football if there's not tackling. I don't know what it is then. It's something else. Um, I would say there wouldn't be no harm done in. Uh, perhaps a more concerted effort to teach kids how to tackle properly. And if you have the ball, uh, how not to put yourself in vulnerable positions when you're going to get tackled so you don't get hurt. But um, I want to teach Brad how to take the dick pics out of his phone. And uh, then then we'll talk about it. He could use use some Windows, some work on Windows in the cloud and that sort of stuff, but... Yeah, uh, I just don't. I, mean, I just don't see uh, what's what's your end game if you want to take tackling out of football. What's what's left of this? What's left of the sport? I don't know. Che- um, he, maybe he can get checking out of your sport too. Checking out of hockey. Oh well, it's never checking, but it's always fighting. You want to get fighting out of yeah. the sport as well? No, fighting has a nice. If if the people who are the, doing the fighting have a brain, fighting plays a perfectly good role in hockey. When somebody does get a little bit too crazy with the stick or running guys into the boards, you know, a little bit more than is necessary, he's well aware that he's going to have to, at the very least, uh, he's going to catch a few in the face for the trouble. 
And most guys, to be honest, aren't willing to pay that price. So they do it once. The other teams, well, not well, they don't really have goons in hockey anymore. But the guy whose role it is to do that, whoever he may be, comes out and pummels the other guy, and uh, you know you don't see any more of that. It doesn't happen very often. Maybe football needs a way to retaliate. Maybe that's part of the problem is because you don't really get a chance to, you know, if you're on offense and somebody really lays a good lick on you, you don't really have a way to get back at them, I guess, except to score a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been back to the hockey, but CTE in general, you know, that's a, it was spearheaded by that wrestler Chris Nowinski from Harvard. I mean, he, he had partners, but he's the one who brought it to the forefront. I mean, you know, blame everything you want on CT, you bunch of dopes. You know, uh, could it have contributing factor? Whatever, yeah, I guess. But if you're a dick that's going to kill yourself or kill others or, you know, if you, if you get Alzheimer's, if it's genetically predisposed and you're getting it at 80 and you get it at 70 but you have $70 million because you played football, and you have a fantastic life that some other nine to five Joe Blow didn't have, and he has an extra ten years of mediocrity. I'll take the CTE. Fuck you. Well, and uh, the trouble with all of that is, is it's impossible to prove. It is, and, and my they, thing is, uh, you know, you don't know when it I got occurred. hit in the face. I got hit in the face so many times in my life. It's. It's actually like a stimulant. It's actually, you know, as long as you don't get on the button on the jaw. Oh, my God. And I got a bigger face than, what's her name? God, it would have been funnier if I remembered her name. That that broad in Goodwill Hunting, the English broad. Uh, what's her name with that big old face? Ah, I, I don't know. You know, know who I'm talking about. Ben Affleck I, and I do. Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, I know the movie, but I don't know that the chick is escaping. I, I know her name, but I can't think of it because tonight I'm all effed up. Like, fucking, she's got a huge face. I'm looking My this up. My face is bigger than hers. I'm going to see how funny it actually is. Cause I'm going to look it up here, and, and we'll see if you've... Yeah, look look at her face I, and then put, put like, a, a tire mini pump mini driver? In the, into my head. Mini driver, yeah, that's it. Mini driver, okay. Gotta, no, yeah, just yeah, pull up a picture of mini driver. That's pretty funny. There's a lot of forehead there to smack. She's fucking huge head. Yeah, she's a big headed broad. You're right. Okay, I'll yeah. give you that one. That's a that's a that's a that's a win for you. I think we're gonna we're gonna steal something too from uh, from uh, from your your new friend Conan. I think. Like when Conan you, when you the Barbarian or Conan that I did the drop? Conan the, Luchid- Conan the Luchador. I think we're going to... Uh, That's uh, tremendous. We're going to steal their bit of when anybody uses a really big word. Uh, I'm going to mention that that's an excellent word for a white guy. He always says that's an excellent mm. word for a Latino. And he gives himself points for using big words. So I'm going I'm yeah. to incorporate that into our show. Cause wow. that's kinda, I thought that was kind of racist that it was only for Latinos. So fuck it, we're going to use it for... That's an excellent word for a wise man, I'm going to say. That's tremendous. <laughs> that's my tone and impression from the podcast. Yeah, no, it's not bad. After, um, after, disco, after disco says anything, that's tremendous. 
Uh, yeah, so Brett Favre, um, I think he might mean well, but he hasn't thought it through. He hasn't realized that that's, that's not the answer. It's that Tommy Copper, it's that Tommy Copper fucking, uh, endorsement uh, deal. No, it's the the shit's on too tight on his calves, and there's no circulation to oh. his stupid brain. Goddamn hillbilly! Well, he got popped. He, I mean, he did get popped pretty good amount, but 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 you know, but by that logic, and I, I mean, let's take it a little further. By that logic, um, there isn't an NFL quarterback or receiver or running back in the league who shouldn't die of CTE. Oh. They should all have like it. They should all have it and kill themselves by the time they're fifty. Because there isn't a one of them. Ten years off your life, but your life was fabulous. Who cares? But see, but that's the thing. I I don't even know if you can, like, if you were a a football player and you've been playing since Pop Warner. How many times have you been hit in the head long before you get anywhere near the NFL? Oh yeah, a long time. But long time. I mean, okay. So then, where? Where is the, the the CTE hits only coming to pros? Because they can't prove no. that. No, so they that, can't. That's prove what it I'm too. getting at. Like that's the like they've got a thing going right now. There's a big lawsuit against the NHL, where a whole bunch of guys have gotten together and you know they didn't warn us about the dangers of headshots and blah 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 blah. Well, first of all, you gotta be fucking idiot if you don't know that getting hit in the head hurts. And it can't be good for you. Like really. You know, you get you, as a hockey player, you've been smashed in the head with a hockey stick on several occasions, none of which times did it tickle or feel good. <clears throat> it must be bad for it. Must be bad for you. B. You played hockey your entire life. Where, where, when did the hit that gave you CTA, CTE? When did that happen? Is it uh, cumulative? Is it one hit that gives you that problem and you're fucked? Is it 50? Is it 12? Is it 40? Nobody knows. So to blame it, you know, to, to make a blanket statement that all, you know, we got to take hitting out of a sport because of CTE, well, you didn't really think that through. That hasn't been researched good enough for me yet. Or else, like I said, there should be no hockey players or football players alive over the age of 50. They should all be dead. I mean. And they're not. So... I mean, yeah, you get a few that go off the deep end, but you get that everywhere. The violent nature of of professional football and playing all your life, like we had Andre Waters here in Philly. He was a maniac, and and he would go head first a lot. He he would try to punish people, and he offed himself. But I mean, I don't tie that to football. He's the kind of dude that you couldn't predict anything. Anytime, because he was fucking nuts. I mean, that shit crazy. Right. I mean, if it's just the violence uh, or being hit, shouldn't uh, the suicide rate of Italian women be like in the high 90s? I know the mustache rate is. Yeah, or, you know, I mean, we get every. Or poor. We get everybody uh, here. Poor women. Poor women should. Uh, Lower lower class uh, uh, women should be dying in droves from being hit, or hookers, or prostitutes, or whatever. Like I mean, find me some correlation somewhere else besides professional sports. I mean, there's got to be other there's got to be other jobs and shit where you get hit in the head. 
<laughs> not that much, unless you're Johnny Nosh- Knoxville or something. But um, okay, but there's well, yeah, a perfect uh, example. Stuntmen. Okay, do stuntmen have a tendency to kill themselves in their fifties? I don't. I don't know. Maybe they do. I, I don't know, but nah. probably not. So. I don't know. I said I think that's just that's a knee jerk reaction to uh we've got Bambi, a problem Bambi and we really want to fix Yeah, we want to fix the problem, so that's the easiest way we can think of to fix it. So let's do that when really it's a stupid fucking solution. Fuck you, Brett. Fire. Put it, Moving on. Put your Tommy Copper sock on your fucking dick and stop putting it in goddamn pictures yeah. to chicks. You had a you had a good looking wife, you fool. You were doing idiot. Should wear that out at home before you go looking for it. Either grow a beard or shave it. Quit with that five o'clock shadow, twenty four seven, three sixty five. No, I'm mysterious. I'm Brett Mysterious Five. Dopey heck. Um. Okay, now we get to the serious one, or what I consider to be the more serious one. Boston Red Sox, Hanley Ramirez. Uh, All indications. The feds are looking into his significant involvement in a fentanyl trafficking ring. Millennial, 29. No. Millennial crime. One has got to wonder. Um, he was a pretty good player to all accounts, correct? Oh, uh, until recently he was a stud player. Okay, he was he's made some He was paper. released in yeah, he was released in May for batting 163. Yeah, I mean that team's doing real well and he was like sucking balls. Um a, a friend of his, uh, an acquaintance of his was caught with uh was recently caught with a shitload of fentanyl and crack and a whole bunch of other shit. And that's how this has all got started. Um, they got pictures. I ain't of him. no sellout, essay. I ain't no sellout, essay. Yeah. I keep it real. I keep it on the streets, no matter how big I get. You know they what I'm saying? Pictures of him at the games, looking kind of. You know, it's all coincidental, but he kind of looks like he's fucking not there. Um, like he's half asleep and disinterested. And um, all I know is that would really be something if it came out that he, because that's a fairly big name to be. And then you got to wonder where else that goes if he's involved in it. Yeah, them New England boys. Are there any any other current players? Aaron Hernandez. No, wrong story. Back to the CTE and and his gay lovers and everything else. Um, he had no, something. To, he think... had something to do with that. Yeah, no, he had something to do with that. Who did Hanley? Yes, he was a Marlin back then. How do you? Or I think. Well, I'm pretty sure. How do you that... have something? Okay, no. Sorry. The guy who's the guy who's sorry. The guy who's breaking this story is the guy who broke the Hernandez story. Sorry, I read that wrong. Uh... So he's the guy we gotta investigate. He's got the hookups for everything. He's got he's got the the, the it used to be Whitey Bulger out there. Now it's like all the Hispanic dudes are like running balls. Uh, What's going on? An unbelievable 
unbelievably, it's a female. Ah, one of them. They you all... think that's an easy? You think you think that's easier hey. to get? To the underneath of all that shit, if you're a half decent looking blonde chick. Well, she wants equality, like every other female. So she's like oh, no, only. I'm, I'm uh, no, I'm just saying, like, as, as she's a reporter who's breaking these stories, you think it's easier? Oh, fuck her. her. That ain't where I was going. Fuck that Oh, bitch. that's where I'm going. I'm thinking it's no, probably I'm much going. easier for her to get that story. Yeah, probably. But uh, I was just, you know, I go over the top with this shit, so I was going to say that she's like, and uh, oh, okay. she's got her little... Her little Spanish cartel up there fucking shooting <laughs> you people. Su- and you suggesting that white, blonde Michelle McPhee is running a Latino fentanyl ring and is throwing her boys under the bus? Yeah, it's the Me Too it? movement, man. they got to be equal in everything. Even, even well, you know what? You can't, <laughs> can't rule it out. You never know. you got to go to the, be bloody, the godmother. It would be bloody brilliant if she was doing it, to be honest. Now, on a serious note, on a serious note, from what I understand about this fentanyl or whatever the fuck it's called, um, it's like straight up poison. Like if it's, it's nasty if it's, shit, from what I understand. If it's cut with the heroin, you're dead, and you get a batch of it. So it's like these these uh, heroin dealers these days. And, you know, I'm not an expert on the subject because it wasn't so rampant uh, just a few years back. But, I I mean, I've known of people doing heroin. Juan's already lying in a famous case. But, like, there's a lot of people. And uh, they didn't just drop dead with all this. Every time, like Prince, for instance, his his heroin was with fentanyl. And whatever whatever the hell that is, that's, like, deadly. So Hanley Ramirez can go fuck himself. Uh, fuck him and his millennial it's, fucking keeping it real. It's nothing. It's nothing that needs that anybody needs. I'll no. won't be the I'll be the first one to sit here and say I don't uh, I don't understand uh, hard drugs and all that stuff. But when you think that uh, you know this shit is literally. Uh, if it isn't dealt with perfectly, your 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 chances of dying you're done. You're, you're are, done immediately. Are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I, ridiculously I it's a, strong. I imagine apparently. it's a cost cutting measure of selling the shit and uh, making maximum profit. But you know, that is a con- a human being without conscience to just. <clears throat> sell something that they know in nine out of ten cases are going to kill the consumer. I mean, well, it's that's just... the problem, I guess, with it is that it's it's so popular that they can't bring it in fast enough, so people start fucking with it. And then, of course, because it's druggies making drugs for druggies, nobody can remember what. Okay, well, what did we do to this? Is this fucking fentanyl? Is it fentanyl with heroin? Is it fentanyl with cocaine? How fucking strong is it? We don't know. Um, it goes out onto the street and people are, because there's an epidemic in uh, Vancouver right now. Um, it's killing junkies left and right. Uh, they don't know how much they're taking. 
They don't know what they're taking, and you're dead. You're OD, you've OD. Nah, I mean I'm not I'm not as uh, clean as you, especially when I was a millennial. I've tried a thing or two. I mean I got steroids in a package from like Afghanistan and shit, and I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't think twice. I just fucking as soon as I opened Come the fuck and saw it was I saw it was pink D ball, and I just fucking swallowed it down and went to the gym. So. I mean, I was irresponsible and idiotic in retrospect as well, but, okay, but that's you know, when you're knowingly, that's... yeah, but I mean, it still could have been fucking anything. It could have been fentanyl back in, that's, the, back that's in the day. True, I, but, I didn't know. But what I'm saying, I mean, all I'm saying is, is when you're, when you're a uh, veteran drug user and you do drugs every day and these, and these, these are the people that are ODing as you've got a problem. It's not, you know, the first-time user who comes out and, or maybe not the first-time user, but somebody that comes out and does drugs a little bit, doesn't really know what they're doing, and gets a big head and decides they can take a shot that they shouldn't be taking. These are guys, you know, I've been a druggie for 10 years and blah, 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 and I'm, I'm ODing because I can't handle this shit. That is, that's a whole other set of problems. And to be a part of that, to be responsible for any of that hitting the street, yeah, you you're a fucking useless piece of shit, and yeah, you know, so Ramirez can take thing. his one, he can take his one sixty five average, and the millions that he's <laughs> wasted, uh, right to fucking jail. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fucking shit move. Uh, don't care. Um, fuck you. Fuck you, Manny Bobby Ramirez. Jesus fuck. Manny Ramirez Hanley. could hit more than one sixty still. Fuck, fuck Hanley. <laughs> Yeah, without the fentanyl. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It used to to be George Brett putting cork in his bat was the big issue. Now it's fucking Hanley Ramirez putting fentanyl (laughs) in his heroin. Runs out to the umpire and kicks fucking coke on him. Girl Weaver. Oh, shit. Where has the world gone? God only knows. It's fucking Uh, fucking crazy. We'll we'll move uh, move out of our sports section to... uh, uh, you know, uh, we have, I found this story. Actually, I think you sent it to me, and I finally thought, you know what? This one's almost positive. Got a little bit of darkness in it because God only knows what might go on over there. Uh, women in Saudi Arabia get the fucking right to drive. No oh, Christ! Next thing you know, they'll be voting. So fuck. Well, that might be too much in Saudi Arabia, but. Um, They'll still be safer than Asians. <laughs> you would, well, maybe. You know, Burka versus Slanty, I don't know. Yeah, the Asians can't drive, man. Um, but, yeah, Saudi Arabia has made a major breakthrough there because they used to just, like, uh, women are, like, they're less than animals over there. And it's just, it's so funny, well, it, like, the uh... difference in cultures. Yeah, I mean, it opens up the whole avenue of that they really, not long ago, they they didn't have to know how to drive because they weren't really allowed to go anywhere. Oh, could you um, hold that ball for a minute? Because you know how my mind is. I wanted uh, to say say this in the earlier story about the resisting arrest white, white underage drinking chick. Like, I was bitching about that Wildwood broad who, who was an asshole too, and the cops did what they should have did. I'd have hit her five more times. But anyway... 
uh, my social media response was, well, what if it was your daughter? And I'm like, well, it wouldn't have been because she wouldn't act like that for one. But secondly, uh, if she did act like that and she was white trash and wasn't raised correctly, I'd be the first one to congratulate the cops for fucking hopefully setting her straight for the rest of her pathetic life. Yep. And I love my thank daughter. Getting, I'm a father. I'm thank a you son. For getting my I'm a drunk brother. Off the street. Yeah, exactly. What if it was your daughter that the cop beat up? Yeah, he beat her up. Whatever. I, I, I love my daughter more than anything in this world. And I might, if I was there on instinct just to protect her, might have, you know, did something stupid myself. But rationally speaking, if my, first of all, my daughter wouldn't be. So that's completely preposterous hypothetical. And any, any non-white trash chick would not be. 18, 20, 21. But had me, had she been in that situation, I'd be like, don't let her out. I ain't bailing her out. Do whatever you have to do mm-hmm. until she fucking acts normal again. So anyway, sorry. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, so my first thought about this is, uh, okay, I don't have a problem with any of this. Women driving. Fuck women. Been driving forever over here, so no biggie. Um, what are you driving? Camels? Well, possibly, but it uh, looks like some pretty nice. Saudi Arabia is a pretty rich country. There's oh, some, I know uh, they are. Yeah, there's some pretty nice. Uh, some of these pictures have got some. Uh, you can sort of tell if you pulled the burqa back. These are not. Uh, I, I'm sort of wondering when I read this story if this is. Uh, yeah, women are allowed to drive, but it's only rich women. Maybe or, so. you know, upper class. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling didn't seem to be, back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Most of these women, if you you can just kind of you can just tell they've got makeup on. Uh, if you, like I said, if you pulled the burka back, I don't think you'd be all that disappointed. You know, they might not be your type, but these are not. This is not you know just somebody's mom from down the street. They appear to be, uh, and they all appear to be in pretty fancy looking cars and. I said, there's no, there's no uh, nothing here about what this costs or any of that, and I'm wondering if it's one of these things where, uh, yeah, women can drive, but it costs so much fucking money that only rich women can drive. I'd pull that shit back, it'll end up being that chick from Homeland. Never mind. The white chick from Homeland? Yeah, and it's like Minnie Driver, I forgot her real name, or and her character's Claire name. Claire Such a bad night. Yeah, see, Claire Danes would have been a better joke. I'm so off tonight. Well, she's the <clears throat> she's the woman from Homeland, though, so the joke was there. Yeah, but it, when you say Claire Danes, it's the delivery, it's wording. I know well, better. I shouldn't I gotta, even throw it. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, chubby Saudi Arabian women I'd probably rather have sex with than Claire Danes. Well, I mean, back to the drugs with <laughs> Hanley Ramirez, it, if you tell me Claire Danes ain't on Adderall, meth, or something like that uh, during the taping, think, you're fucking, you know, you ain't never yeah, seen no, speed. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And I don't mean the movie where you're driving a bus. 
yeah, she's uh, she's a little out there. Just yeah, she's a in left field. Out there. Yeah, she's she might be another one of these uh, uh, nutters, as my grandmother used to call them. Uh, yeah, she's she's yeah, snoring at her all between takes, man. She's she's always hyper. Well, she's she's been in in some trouble, and apparently she's another one of these ones who's just a fucking uber bitch on set. Nobody nobody yeah. wants to nobody wants to be her friend on set because she's not a very nice lady apparently. Ah, uh, dude, I, if I was three inches taller, I forgot to tell you. I told Nate, or I did tell you, I think. Um, today was the audition for thousand dollars a day. You didn't even have to be in SAG after it. If you were six four and like my size, but I'm only six one, and look like a linebacker and four between forty and fifty, like if Nate lived up here, you know he's a little younger than that, but he probably could have got a gig. Man. <laughs> I, I wish I was three inches taller because like the audition was today, I would have nailed that, and then uh, you know three days of shooting the sixth, seventh, and eighth for a grand a day, three grand in three days. For a non-union what role, but didn't say uh, they they, they, the casting agency don't don't put it out there in public until you're. Yeah, you what's know. the show? That's what I'm saying. They don't put it out there. Oh, you don't even know that. You, you hmm. know today when you go to the audition, but I, I, I didn't qualify. Oh, okay. so. I see. You couldn't have. Uh, you couldn't have got some. Uh, some uh, elevated heels and fucking tried that anyway. Uh, yeah, maybe I could, but uh, I, you know, I'd have had to put the that work the in, trouble. and I just found out about it. Okay, that was the trouble. And yeah. the and the the taping days would have been the days where I hope that uh, this new job will be. And other uh, things were happening. Working. That would have been your luck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you went yeah, down yeah. there and uh, and, and uh, nailed it. Would have went one and way. Then, well, or no, they would have sat there and held you there and held you there and held you there, and then uh, the other job would have come through, and you'd have been, well, I'm just waiting for this other one, and then they'd have, oh, sorry, we ran out of time today. Uh, nothing for you. Yeah. Well. Nah, we're thinking positive now. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's probably better off anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess if nothing else, if you live in Saudi Arabia, and I don't know if we got any Saudi listeners, let's get some Saudi listeners. Um, uh, heads up on the roads. Got we crack any more countries? New... We we nailed we nailed Denmark. That we made Denmark ah, cool. our bitch. Um, that makes like twenty. We're right? really hoping. We're really hoping after uh, Wednesday, because uh, not to take the lid off too far, but uh, one of the guests. Play on uh, Wide Men Can't Jump, the uh, flagship show of the network, is uh, from a place pro basketball in Hungary. So we're hoping that we can get some some. I'm going hungry. Sorry. We're hoping for some Eastern European love there. That's somebody from over there, or for all I know, he may even. I'm not sure what their season is. Uh, He may even live over there, so maybe we'll get some. We'll pick up some new countries here in the next couple of days. We shall have. Nah, I think he's back, or I think he's back, or will be back. He went to Marshall. Well, you know all this, but uh, yeah, they won the championship. Part, but... They won the championship, and he was a starter. 
So you're right. Uh, if he has like social media following from his home, I mean, from his professional basketball countries, well, I uh, we're going to nail somebody should. Be, we're going to nail. Yeah, way somebody more. should be team that hey, we're you're making the podcasts in America. You know, worth listening to. And for those first-time listeners, this is the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Can't Jump Network, where Tim and I just goof on the, the stupidity of America where, these days. Mostly we tell America. People to get the, we tell people to get the fuck off our lawn. Yes, we're we're old and crotchety. Uh, but however, you know, we always say that. And I found out uh, Gavin McGinnis, who's a uh, controversial um uh, whatever I want to call him, um, radio personality. Let's leave it at that. Uh, who thinks the way we think? Uh, he he. His show is called "Get Off My Lawn," so we we can't say that no more. I, I didn't know I was stealing that, even though it's a oh, I'll find it. a saying that's a, a saying that's been around forever. Yeah, I get it, but he's got How a old show. Is he? so. He's all right. Well, my age, he's uh, forty-seven. Okay, well, I might be older than him then, so I might be able to lay claim to that. Fuck him, maybe he should be asking me if he can use that. Yeah, he's pretty big. I mean, we're, we're going to be big, but we're, we're, you know, pretty we're big. not quite there yet. And there's two of us. <laughs> uh, anyway, I didn't mean so Saudi's, physically big. Saudi's heads up, 120,000 new female drivers on the road. Uh I'm gonna guess that Jeez, somebody in Saudi right. I don't know how their system. Yeah, I don't know how their system works, but I'm gonna guess. Next thing I'm gonna. Next thing I'm gonna run for president. Waiting to cash in. Well, you never know. Yeah. One has got to wonder. Uh, if maybe, you know, maybe the Saudis will figure it out that, uh, you know, if you let the females do a certain amount of shit, things do get done. Yeah. I mean, I will say that you know, if you uh, if uh, you give a job to uh, Tim and Tom, and you give a job to Tim's better half and Tom's better half, and when he if and when he has one, or when he had one, chances are the females are probably the the females are probably going to do a a much better job at it, especially for Tim. Depends what it is. Depends if it requires not driving. Goddamn it. No, if it requires any amount of physical work or thinking or planning, Tim and Tom are probably not going to get out of the living room. There's a good chance yeah, they're probably going to get sidetracked. Whereas the females, uh, you know, they 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 want to uh, impress the neighbors and, generally speaking. Uh, I I, I really wish we had the clip. I really wish we had the clip of Captain Lobano talking to Cindy Lauper right now. Tell them all <laughs> women of slime, Cindy. Uh, all I know is most women they claim not to care until they find out another woman made a comment about whatever it was then they care unless you're Alyssa Milano Alyssa Milano is everywhere that fucking baseball group. how convenient that you would bring up Alyssa Milano what a stunning segue that was she used to be so um, hot, and now she's just stupid. Somebody needs to just Twitter to her repeatedly until she gets it. Fucking sit there and look hot, will you? 
It's what you yeah. do best. Well, I, I think I did tweet that to her, actually. Just sit there and look cute and shut the fuck up. Because and stop you don't breastfeeding. Anything about what, yeah, the worst thing she did was have a family. That just turned into I don't a get, fucking nut. Well, first of all, she was a baseball groupie showing up at fucking Dodger Stadium and I think Tommy oh, Lasorda yeah, might even a, hit that. Yeah, she was a sports, uh, serious sports whore. No two ways around it. But I mean, in the days of Charmed, she was smoking hot, and now she's flipping her, flip, plopping her titty out and letting her kids suckle on it and shit like that. Just do that in private, you dope. Now she does. She's the new Sally <laughs> Struthers, and she shows up everywhere where there's a cause. And everybody's equality. Yeah, let me send you to the gay bathhouse, Samantha. Was she Samantha? Was that her name on Who's the Boss? Correct. Yes. Samantha. Let me send your your, uh, multicolored flag to a gay bathhouse and let you sit in some AIDS soup. She was... uh, You dope. She was one of those girls where you, even back then when she wasn't that old, and you could just tell... Like that one is going to be. All right, take take it easy, Roman Polanski. Yeah, but you could just tell though that one if she just if she can make it through her teens without fucking going off the deep end, she's going to be a hottie, and she, mm-hmm. and she certainly turned out to be one. I don't know what kind of parenting she she had. Some parents that were paying attention for a little while anyway, because she managed to survive her uh, younger years in Hollywood without getting into too much trouble. That we Angela. Angela. Like the other, who was the Mona? <laughs> the horny old mother. The chick, from, the chick from Soap. Yeah. Um, she was a lead character in Soap, one of the lead characters. With Richard Mulligan. And, uh, and, Richard and a Mulligan. young Billy and Crystal a, as a gay man, young Jody. Billy Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there's a few names in there. Uh, Catherine Hellman. That was Mona. There you go. And Richard Wait, Guillaume. Uh, Robert Guillaume was Benson. Robert Guillaume. But we're we're switching two, story, two shows into each other. Yeah, but you want to talk about it. You want to talk about a show that broke some fucking boundaries. Soap was, holy fuck. That was something else for the years it was on TV. It had a fucking openly gay guy in it, for God's sake. Back in the yeah. 70s. There were some big names on that show. Big, big I, I played a gay I guy. I, I'm a Jew. I just God, remember... Uh, off. I remember Richard Mulligan. I don't remember what character he played, but that he was just nuts. Bert. Bert. Or was per, or was pretending to be nuts? Maybe it was. It was. He wasn't crazy, but he was acting crazy. He's Bart, brother. Robert Eric was on that show. Um, yeah, fucking speaking of speaking of uh, Alyssa Milano's Jimmy Bayo, the lesser known brother of Scotty, or cousin. Sorry, Is he alive? Cousin. Uh, Jimmy Bayo? Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what he does these days, but give up. I always assume everybody's dead just because Sean Sean Penn's brother's dead. Yeah, it's a long time ago. You know, the years start to I hate to say it, but as a guy gets older, they uh, 
they start to run together and you're you're uh, what seems like real 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 long time ago really isn't. But anyway, back to Alyssa Milano. Um well she just got so high and fucking mighty she just decided that she should probably let the president know that uh, uh he should be impeached. What because a dumb bitch. So. Because she said so. And it's just like you know she's an American. What wasn't she moving to Canada up there with you or moving to Mexico oh, or something? Pro- oh, like, probably. Like the 20 other ones None of you, that never none did? None of them ever got the balls. None of them ever got the balls to come up here because they they forgot how fucking good they had it there, they, even though they're sitting there crying about not having it good. Um, yeah, I mean, you're an American citizen. you gotta you got to at least be smart enough to know what it takes to impeach a president. And it's not you saying it needs to happen. <laughs> she's so fucking. She's so. She at least she came out like two months ago and admitted that she has legitimate mental issues, and she's uh, she takes meds for anxiety, depression, so forth. So at least she has an out a little bit. But uh, back to the breastfeeding, I forgot. Like she's obviously got breast enhancement surgery. Uh, because they were perfect during Charmed. And I don't know how that works. I think we went through this on another show with my breast uh, fascination. They have kids, these stars, they wait till they're 40-something, like whatever, and them fake, you know, saline and silicone or whatever the hell else is in there, uh, you know, um, rock salt. I don't know what's in there, but bean, bean bag shit. Cotton candy, whatever. Oh, I mean, uh, what's what do they do when they're breastfeeding? They just uh, squirt it out anyway. I guess. Man, I don't want no mouthful of saline. Well, no, of course it's not attached to that, but still, it, you never know when one of them know. babies is going to pop open. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, all you, all you need to know about the nuttiness. Of Alyssa Milano can be summed up right here. Uh, I don't even know what the Trump tweet was, but he tweeted something, and this is what got her going. Um, he loves it too, every, by the way. Yeah, every fiber of who I am, on a cellular level, has been changed since I read that tweet. You've been changed on a fucking cellular level. I don't think you know what cellular level means. I, I think she, I think she just went to AT and T from fucking T Mobile. Um, she's a fucking moron, and she, enough causes already. Jesus Christ! If I, she got, I seen her old man like a year ago on a plane with her on like Instagram or something. The dude is like ominously silent and never like with her on these dopey trips. I mean, if I were her husband, every time she opened her mouth about something, I would just put my cock in it and jackhammer her. I don't believe that she is uh, married anymore. Oh, he probably got tired of listening to that. I think he may have... Uh... Oh, no, she has a new one. Sorry. David, David Bugliari. Never heard of him. Does it say how new? 
married in 2009. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Gotta be for a while. Gotta be the guy. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't talking all that shit. She was like her and him, and she was pregnant and stuff. You know, until the fictional world changed. It changed for the better. Uh, like, I put something on Twitter today. Did you ever read on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else? If you're a Hillary supporter, unfriend me or block me. Oh, okay. you know what? Do me a favor. I've never seen that stuff. once. Oh, I have. Huh? I have. I haven't seen a conservative post that, ever. I've seen oh, the, you mean, uh, a million. Oh, you mean the other way around? Oh, no, no. I thought you meant, like, both ways. No, it's always Trump. Yeah, because yeah. they're yeah. irrational. Okay. I know, I, I turned it into a political show. It's supposed to be comedy, but... Uh, oh, give me a mulligan this week. Fair enough. Richard. Richard do? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that's a callback. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just... Uh, you know, you, you, it's interesting, because we'll, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit into uh, uh, another show on our network. On Sunday, we had uh, Bobby Blaze on, former uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling champion, um, an all-around good guy. And admittedly, and I know we weren't going to talk about any of this shit, but we're here now. Admittedly, as liberal as they get. But with common sense tossed in there. You know, not, not calling for anybody's head. You know, believes what he believes, and but is willing to let you believe what you believe. Yeah, I, I, don't know I, I, I tried to, I tried to divert that conversation because I love that guy too much. Uh, you know, right, but he, but he, wanna... he's, but he don't, he does not seem to be. The, he, he would strike me as the kind of guy who would eventually just say, "Okay, look, I, I, you know, you're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change yours." So instead of fighting about this, let's talk about something else. And you'd move yeah, on. Exactly. Okay, whereas these people, it's no. You have disagreed with me on one thing in one area of the world, which has zillions of things to talk about. But therefore, I am so I am so offended that I can no longer see my name on your friends list. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Whatever. Holy fuck. Get I, alive. I, I, I know that, you know, especially this dumbass De Niro, Mr. fucking Harvey Weinstein buddy who was in a, a sex ring in France, which will come out. It'll come out. And the only reason he's mad at Trump anyway is because Trump knocked off fucking Naomi Campbell and he likes the black chicks back in the day. <clears throat> but anyway... And it might not have been Naomi Campbell, but it was a black chick that, that started this little ruckus of, of Bobby D ruining his legacy by being such a dope coming out of the Tony Awards. You know how many ter- times he said faggot in his life? A zillion. And he's at the Tony's he's acting like he's part of that. Uh, that yeah. jerk off. Anyway, um, who was I bitching about before De Niro came in my stupid head? Um, oh, I, I was I was going to mention, I've been taping late night shows for material for this, but I just can't take it because like 
all of them have have pandered to that audience. Yeah, it's too it's too much. It's not funny at all, and it used to be. And like you know, I don't want to go all the way back to Carson. Even Leno would just petitions on all sides, and Letterman too, and. You know, that would be part of a monologue. And then they would get to the rest of, like, things that are funny. And it would also be, it was also a joke. It wasn't. Yeah. uh, President President Reagan was in the news today, and uh, he's a dumb fuck. (laughs) uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Like, Carson used to, you know, stop and pause and then go, well... You know, the little little Ronald impression, yeah, be, and then, you know. it would be, you know, it would actually be based though on something they actually said or did, that they actually yeah. said or did, and it was a joke, and it was a one-liner, and that was it. Never did they ever call for the, you know, the administration should be fucking, you know, he should be uh, impeached, and he's a fucking piece of shit, and I'm gonna break fucking tears on my show because uh, he raised taxes or you know whatever else they're fucking crying about. He, he did here, his job here's as a the comedian, thing. and then they moved on. Here's the thing I was getting to. Um, first of all, with all these idiots turning on each other, like De Niro, and they're they're all going to fight each other eventually, like, you know, no uh, about different issues. We've already pointed out several on other shows. I'm not going to belabor that. But in the strange event, he doesn't uh, get reelected which basically I think they're all handing it to them by showing their, how idiotic they are and how, how douchebaggery they are. Um, but in the event or after eight years, guests will be the most sought after guests on late night television. Oh God. Yeah. Donald Trump. And then and he'll, he'll be, they'll all for conveniently forget what they said. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so it's hypocrisy, and as I've said for on every edition of this, Mike Judge was brilliant when he wrote Idiocracy about the future in I think 2006. That the intelligent folks will not have many children, and the dumb fucks will reproduce at rapid rates to a point where the future will hold dumb fucks on top, and idiots and the dumb guys will be smart if they went in a time machine that's the premise check it out if you want and damn if it ain't going that way we're getting there all right we got two stories left and we got uh 14 minutes Let's see if we can do uh, that. we can we can go a little over um, as long as you make the announcement yeah we can go over a bit too um this one kind of pisses me off when we'll go away. Twenty one year old Michigan twenty one year old Michigan college student who cries rape. Uh then admits uh, I made it all up. And she gets forty five days in jail. Good. Uh and that's but that's it. She got forty five days. There should be more. There should be more, I agree. Did it is there any more to the story that the like what the guy well, got that she accused? Part part of the problem was that the judge she she could have got four years in jail, but the judge went all soft uh, because she'd been through so much. 
And my theory is, well, it's not a theory. My statement on that is the only thing she was through is what she put herself through. She lied. Nobody right. Else did. Right. So who's so the shit she's responsible for going through is of her own making, not anybody else's. Um, that's not right, man. They, they. I mean, not that. Okay, not that you, that you should go to jail for t- ten years or anything for for doing that either. But the sentence has got to be enough to uh, make other people think twice before they do something like that. I wonder you know, if this Gloria guy, Allred or one of her offsprings got to that one. I don't know who the little question. You know, when when the when it doesn't go well, then you don't get to find out who the lawyers are. Um, yeah, I'd like to know who she because it doesn't say in the story. Um, who was who was the, the guy, and what kind of damage is that done to him? And is he able, or is it open to him to fucking sue her in a civil court for uh, slander or libel or whatever uh, defamation? I hope whatever the whatever the words might I hope, be. And I hope he. Or they, because you never know what what these broads are talking about. This is also true. I hope they had. I'm sure they went through something. They probably lost a job or lost like their college education or something uh, from a from a false claim, and and it's disgusting. And and people that that tune in for bits and pieces of this show uh, might say, you know, these guys are anti women, anti this. No, we're anti-liars and anti-assholes. We hate Bill Cosby and what he did to women. But we think not 80 women, maybe like 40. And the other 40 are fucking cash-grab Janice Dickinson's who fuck up, blur the line so bad that the victims that we genuinely care about and we hope that these monsters get off the streets and go to fuck the jail, no matter what they believe in, no matter what they're political affiliation or ages put bill cosby's cross-eyed fuck ass away i don't give a fuck about him he definitely uh, did this did you know spanish fly he openly talked about and that he pretty much pretty much admitted he did it (laughs) yeah i mean fuck like Artie lang says he's got one eye on the girl and one eye on the door that's why his eyes are so fucked up now but anyway um yeah, we we're not anti women. We're anti lying fucking cunts. Knock it off, you assholes. Well, this is this is a it's about fair. Now, if this was the other way around, and a man was the one who made up all the stories, you think he's getting forty five days in jail, or is he going to no, get? Oh, he's getting lot? buried. Yeah, he's, he's going to get buried. buried. Yeah. That's the problem. We're just looking. I'm looking for a fair shake for everyone. If it's whichever direction it's going, I don't care if it's man, woman, black, white, gay, straight. Don't give a fuck. If uh, if a gay man gets two years in jail for doing crime A, then so should a straight guy. It shouldn't make any fucking difference. The law, and to be quite honest, it shouldn't. Even if it's a man or a woman, if a woman robs a grocery store with a gun and shoots a fucking employee in the leg and gets eight years, so should a dude. So should a black guy, so should a white guy. It shouldn't be, oh, well, you know, 
there's no such thing as extenuating circumstances for me when it gets to that stuff. You knew what you were doing and you did it. I don't care if you're poor. The movement is selective. It's selective equality. Yes, and that's equality. That's the problem. Yeah. Or the biggest part of the problem. Right. Because then that takes us to our our last story, which, admittedly, on one level, actually, fuck, on most levels, makes me laugh. Um, Because you wanted some equality. So here's some equality. Um, where the hell did I put that one? I gotta find it. Um, Damn! Sound like uh, a gunshot. Elmwood, Elmwood, Elmwood Place Mayor, wherever Elmwood Place is, I'm not sure. Oh, in Ohio, facing domestic violence charge. Now, on the surface, you're getting ready for the same old song and dance, right? No, I think this guy. I don't know if I heard this, this guy. Before. This guy did something to a female, and he's now getting in trouble. Um, he had an altercation with his husband. <laughs> he is forty-eight. His husband is sixty. So they got drunk and got into a fight. Wait a minute. It's. Go ahead. I thought you said. I thought you. Uh, how'd you set it up? You said there was an assault. You didn't mention man or woman. I said it was, he was facing a domestic violence charge. I so got immediately you. you're gonna. Okay, so you're immediately going. It's a man, and he did something to a woman, right? But no, it's well, it is a man, but he did something to a man who turns out to be his gay husband, who's twelve years older <laughs> than him. It spills out into the parking lot. Where God damn it, couldn't you get the cake somewhere else? <laughs> where they beat the unholy hell out of one another. Uh, a 48- and 60-year-old gay fight would be fucking awesome. They I'd have put that on pay-per-view. The, the, and to be honest, from the photograph, it looks like the 60-year-old got the better of him. He's got a few scratches Cut. and a couple bruises on his face. But he clocked. So he, he got him one good one he, anyway, because he's got a black eye, a fucked up one. He's obviously really he's too. obviously the top. He must be the the male the dom in the in this situation. Yeah, he's the top. So now the question is, because this hasn't went to court yet, will he get into the trouble that a reg, that a straight man would get into for beating up his wife? Nope. It's okay, sad, and then, and then, but no. Yeah, it's selective equality again. Now, there again, selective we equality. want equality. We want to be treated like everybody else. All right, well, when this happens in the straight world, the husband is in jail or by now, and the uh, female is probably planning to leave him and trying to figure out a way to get all this money before she goes. So I had to keep an eye on this one to see what happened. Because uh, that just strikes me as what's better is they were drinking after a gay pride parade celebration. Yeah. That is uh, hilarious. Yeah. You wanted to get married and have and be equal gay people? Well, here you go. <laughs> Here's a nice little taste of it for you. Domestic violence. And, and, and the one that got 
it's funny. It's almost like Jennifer Lopez in enough. Like the one that got abused actually got the better of him, you said, right? <laughs> yeah, he sounds well by the photograph anyway, he looks like he fucked him up. And to be honest, I, you I, think, I have to say they don't really Go ahead. You think you're a tough son of a bitch? I saw you looking at that guy with the nipple piercings and the ass chats. Get over here, bitch. I'll bitch you. I'll tell you something. I used to have a wife, motherfucker. I wasn't always gay. (laughs) (laughs) Beat the shit out of him. Until I went to the Y and took a shower. Anyway, that's a callback from earlier shows. Yes, uh, we're gonna. I don't know. That's a, something on a, on another note. We got about three minutes left. That we're gonna have to do. We might have to go back and uh, have a uh, not a greatest hits show, but a callback. See what happened in some of these. Uh, try to follow some of these crazier stories to their ending, to see what actually happened. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of times um, you, you you get. The, you get the story, but you never really, you know, it goes to court or whatever, but you never really get to find out what really happened because that, that's not news. You know, the news is the event, and then you know, who gives a fuck if justice yeah. was served or any of that? Nobody cares about that stuff. Judge RuPaul have a new uh, uh, Judge Judy type Judge show, and that'll, that'll be the, uh, that'll be the you know, the penance that they have to pay. Uh, what a America! You know something. Yeah. I also I'll share this with you too because you weren't on the show and I don't think you listened. I've learned that uh, when you don't know what to say, something that's really calming will get you a few looks. But it really feels good if you just say it and you let it roll off the tongue. You can probably do it really good too. Is if you just go Armando Martinez. Uh-huh. For some reason. For some Shout reason, out I'm to Armando um, Martinez. Armando Martinez. I told uh, I told Nate that he's going to become the Dos Equis guy. Dos Equis. You know, most Dos Equis, you know, the most interesting man in the world. And I even I went so far as to say, I went so far as to say on the show that uh, I don't always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I listen to a white man can't jump. Uh, and then Nate, you know what Nate called me? A fucking racist. Oh, just we gotta fucking get rid of him. And I and I basically off. told him I, I said, look, dude, Armando is old enough and smart enough to know that that was there was no joke there. There was a joke there, but it wasn't at his expense. And uh, yeah. and if he told me to stop doing it, I'd stop doing it in a heartbeat, out of respect. If he if that's what he told me, but he he listened to the whole show and laughed his ass off. So Armando's a cool I'm glad. Uh, I believe so. We've been trying to we've been trying to figure out uh like we you guys had him on the basketball show once. Uh by the way, Twice, for those I of think. you who are listening for those of you who are listening live, you're gonna lose us here in about a minute. Um so don't panic. Uh if the show just doesn't end, uh, uh listen on the download for the uh, last few minutes. Um he's he seems to be hard to get a hold of to, to do the show because we really really like to get him on the soccer show too. But uh, we always ask him to call Work in, but schedule. he never ever does. So Work yeah, we assume that shit. he's a busy. We assume that he's a busy dude and just doesn't have the time whenever we're recording. Just doesn't work for him. But uh, yeah, I put him over huge he, on the uh, soccer show. And the dude's like Switzerland, man. He he 
he likes 605. He likes, I don't know, uh, I could give you uh, like five examples if I had my computer in front to, of me. He listens like to Mike, Mike Milton, the he talks to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he talks to yeah. everybody, man. He ain't, he ain't a douchebag. He doesn't he like to take sides. He just rolls his punches. I mean, I'll tell you what, I, you know, every I, I've been led to believe that he is here uh, the right way. But if if everybody was as cool as him, I'd fucking I'd fucking turn a blind eye at the border if if, if they turned out to be like our man. Our My uh, I won't even pretend to say that I would that I know. But my understanding and perception and what I've read on his, not that I've read his Facebook page a lot, but he does pop up occasionally on my uh, feeds and notifications and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Armando seems like a uh, extremely proud individual who has worked very hard for everything he's gotten and uh, doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would take the halfway. He'd do things right and... uh, just for the sake of being able to tell people I did them right and fuck you, you can't take it away from me. So so fuck you, basically. It's kind of, well, he strikes me as that kind of he's that straight shooting kind of dude who just I know I could I could I could take the shortcut, but it wouldn't be very satisfying if I took the shortcut. So I'll just do it the proper way and be done with it. Well, he's he's like into all the same shit we are, and uh, but I think his main shit is boxing. I bet that sneaky son of a bitch can throw a left and a right too. Uh, I'm gonna guess if I don't know, um, you know, here I'm revealing my ignorance, I guess, a little bit. Um, I'm assuming he is Mexican by birth and American by by paper, for lack of a better way of putting it. Mexican Americans don't like to get up early in the morning. See now, I can hear people screaming, "You fucking racist dick," for saying that about that man. And I can bet you a dollar on the twenty-five. Yeah, Armando's laughing at that shit, and probably knows the fucking song and can sing along. Cheech and Chong, baby. Born in East LA. Yep. Oh God, I hope that was a fart. Well, only you would know. Yeah. We have some drama here at the end of the Tim and Tom show as there is some speculations that a fart has been passed, but may in fact not be a fart. No, that was just a a cheech line from one of those often smokes or something. Oh. Those guys have... I was never, to be honest, never really that big of a Cheech and Chong fan. Uh, it's weird. It doesn't hold up. As a kid, no, I thought it was funny. No, it doesn't. But it was funny yeah, because not. it was totally different. Yeah. And it was like nothing I had ever seen before, so it it, it got somewhere based on that. Because uh, I always thought that the one I found the funniest was the one nobody really liked, uh, the Corsican Brothers, where they can feel each other's pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that I, one always I saw made them me all, laugh, but right? I... Yeah. Because they don't really... Yeah, they're that... not really stoners in that one. But, one uh, scene yeah, from one of them... 
One scene Dave's from one of them. Here, man. That might be the one. Um, that might be the same movie. I'm saying, like, uh, <laughs> I think I somebody's. Smoke, I think. I think. I think cops or somebody's coming up on the car, and uh, Chong's got a handful of pills, and he's like, "Hey, man, take these. Take this one. Hey, man, take these. Yeah, take these." And she's like, okay, man. And he fucking swallows it. And he's like, hey, man, don't take those. I gave you the wrong ones. And, she, you know, Cheech fucking freaks out and shit. The visual had to be there. But the visual of Cheech's reaction was just fucking poetry. Yeah, those guys. Mind you, you know, they're like a lot of comedians. A lot of that shit, the, the real good comedy, there's not a lot of it holds up. You have to be past just being good for it to hold up. You know, like we were talking the other day about Dice Man. Okay, that shit was hilarious back when it came out. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Now, maybe that's yeah, not but... so much the comedy as I got older. Maybe that shit's still funny to a 20-year-old. I don't know, but... If you follow him on his Instagram, he's he's... Went up and down and all around, and and just the dice persona without the nursery rhymes and all that nonsense. I mean, as you said, it was funny then, but it, you know it's kind of lame now. But his whole attitude, like he'll film himself shopping and he'll be like, "I'm over here. What are you doing?" Like I, the the best dice is Anthony Cumia, and it sucks because I. I do more of Anthony doing dice than I do actual dice. But <laughs> if you follow his Instagram, he's very, very funny in a in a dice <laughs> way, but not the not the old ridiculous way. Well, he became for a while. He became that guy, and that's when it stopped being funny. Right. Because it wasn't. It was not a character anymore. It was him and. Not yeah. unlike, I guess, in the wrestling world where the guys start to buy into their character a little too much. Um, A.K.A. Terry Balea, for instance, who I'm pretty sure... Yeah, he's just most of the, crazy. Yeah, most of the time there's no Terry Balea. There's a Hulk Hogan there, but there's Terry's that guy who used to be around but really isn't very often. Uh, Alice Cooper says the same thing, though, that there's a... You know, Vincent Fernier's under there somewhere, but he doesn't get to come out very often. And mostly he's Alice Cooper. Yeah. Um, in the oh. case of Dice, uh, I saw him as, as Andrew Silverstein at the old guest quarters job in 1988 or nine. But he, he gave me a $50 tip for uh, taking him to the room. Ooh. So he's all right. Bye. Can't argue with that. No, can't argue with that. Free market economy, hard at work. Yeah, you got like that. Made a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know about those guys. Some of them dudes, uh, I mean, it can't be easy. i got to admit, I mean, I would think, to be honest, of all the, uh, what's the words I want to use, like, you know, being an actor or an entertainer or a singer or any of that kind of shit, I would think that being a comedian is probably the hardest because... The hardest thing I've no, ever the, done. The uh, the material wise alone, uh, you know, you, it's only good for a little while. 
and then you need more. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not and we're not talking a little while like uh, uh, it's not like the music industry where uh, you know you put out an album and there's three top ten hits off of that and uh, people want to hear those top ten hits for the next fifty years. Right. In fact, there'll 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 come a time in your career when that's all they want to hear. A comedian, uh-huh. fuck, I don't want to hear that fucking joke. I heard that joke already. Tell me something different. I mean, that was a funny joke, yeah. but fuck, man, you you're still resting on that joke? No more. Or you, or you turn into and I don't want to knock a guy who's dead, but like Robin Williams was kind of headed that way, where he he, he couldn't come up with anything all that new, and his yeah. you know, he was repeating variations of the. Same shtick over and over and over, and eventually it's just not that funny anymore. Even if you and he stole a lot, he heard it. He stole, he stole a lot from. Did he, was he uh, was he another guy who who uh, borrowed? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, he, he was he was one of the originals that was, you know. But I guess it would be hard uh, not to, I guess, on some levels. Well, I've ran into this uh, in 2006, 2007. I was so immersed by it um, when Helium first opened up in Philly uh, because some of the guys who went on, I mean, none of them are like Dave Chappelle or nothing, but they went on to uh, make a living without a regular job that I, you know, started out with or started just before me or just after me or whatever. And I, you know, there'd be, it was like a, a mini boom, um, you know, we're like the jobbers when we're at that point, and we're called the open micers. But, uh, you know, you, you you become a fraternity of sorts. And at stage time, once you get it on a, on a decent stage, and then you'll be like, well, what's, what's on Wednesday? And I'll be like, oh, Wednesday's, uh, where the fuck was one? Oh, Laugh House. Oh, cool. I'll see you there tomorrow, right? Yeah. What's Thursday? Oh, Thursday's the Raven. Nine o'clock. Cool. I'll be there. Anything on Friday? Yeah, down at Fergie's Pub. Gotcha. Anything Saturday? Well, most people feature on Saturday. At like midnight, you can get stage time at this place. And it was like six, seven days a week I'd be in my car. I had the real job, too. And uh, it was just so great because you get better when you do it more often like anything else. And one word can change you know, wording something different with just one single word can make the the payoff better. And I I went in watching people, and I'm like, I'm as funny as any of these motherfuckers in my head. And when I had that attitude, I actually was. But then, you know, a couple years later when things go south in real life and I start overthinking and overwriting and not just being me, and drinking like a son of a bitch before I go up on stage and then forgetting my material, it became, uh, and now I can't even see myself doing it. Like, because of, it's just like psychologically, um, they say most people who get into that profession are just seeking love and affection. I hate to turn it all gay on you, but, um, seeking approval like you go from stage to stage to strangers and wanting them to like you. And that immediate gratification of a clap is like you're filling some void of some sort, you know? So anyway, enough about that. Fair enough. 
Yeah, I said uh, it's not a it's a job. I think it has a lot of uh, if you're good at it. There's a lot of uh, what's what I, the word I use. I don't know about financial remuneration, but I imagine it's got to feel pretty good to be in crowd of in front of a crowd of any amount of people and have them laugh at your jokes. It's got to feel pretty good. So I imagine that part it's of it's probably a blast. It is, and but what's better? It's almost like wrestling in this sense. You know how they say pop the boys. If you got right. eleven or twelve of your of your peers scattered around the club and you get the people laughing plus you get them laughing and you can hear them because mm-hmm. they're That's laughing distinctive. Yeah, you're you're on cloud nine if you can get both the casual fan mm-hmm. and people so you who know that, um, how you wrote. On HBO that I'm dying up here. I watched, I think, the first season, and I dug it, yeah, second, but I don't have HBO anymore, or Showtime, okay, whatever the it's second, called. The second season, is, I think, is a couple episodes old, and that's that's one of the things that that, that happened on the, right at the end of the first season. Uh, uh, one of the younger comedians is trying to get some kind of exposure, and uh, he keeps hanging out with his radio guy. Uh, but the radio guy keeps stealing his jokes. Mm. And he's stuck because, of course, he's a nobody, and the radio guy is a somebody. And he says, "Well, you know, fuck you. I, you got, you stole that fucking joke from me yesterday." Oh no, you're a fucking, you know, kid. You're a sadly mistaken, kid. You know, I'm the great. I can't. I don't know the characters' names, but from what I know, they're loosely based on real life people. Yeah, absolutely. The woman is. The woman is uh, uh, what's her name from who just died recently in real life. Um, Mitzi Shore. Something. Yeah, I think so. I think that's who the main from the comedy is. From the comedy store. Yeah, because she because she owns the comedy. She owns the store, the the club, and the yeah. TV show. And yeah. uh, you know, and she's like, well, you know, the only way you're gonna do it is you're gonna you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get him somewhere where you are. Uh, make a point of saying you've never done this material before and have somebody here who can back you. Otherwise, it's, you know, this is back in the 70s. You know, it's his word against your word, and you're a fucking nobody. So well, who's going to believe who came up with this joke, you or this guy? Well, it's going to be that guy. And It's a really interesting look at, you know, they're fucking, a couple of them are moved from, a you know, wherever the fuck it was to be big stars in, in L.A., and they're fucking... They, they rent from another comedian. They rent his fucking closet. That's where they live. Two of them sleep on the floor of his clo- of his walk-in closet because they got nowhere yep. to stay. Shit like that. Is. And then he ends up... Uh, I haven't watched anything from season two yet, but at the end of season one, the, the one comedian who isn't really that funny, he kind of lucks out and gets a fucking spot on television in some kind of a dopey kids kind of show. But he's getting a regular check, and how pissed off these guys are that, you know, he's not even fucking funny, and you know, fuck, this is bullshit. I make fifty dollars a week or whatever it is, and this guy's getting paid a thousand, and it's crap. And how how crazily dedicated you'd have to be to, um, to stick it out. Let's put it that way to get any to be there long enough to ever get anywhere. Yeah, I mean it's uh. It's a labor of love for one, and there's other things like uh, it's 
there's stealing jokes and there's parallel thinking because there's, you know, current events or whatever is funny in the world. And if it's not based upon your specific family stories or something, like for instance, uh, your pound me too, your observation of the hashtag. I'm sure a million, million people thought of that long before me. Well, that's what I speculated. And then I was stumbling over an old episode of uh, Anthony Cumia's show and somebody was there and they said, Oh, check out this Me Too thing. Owen Benjamin uh, was on stage and he was like, do you broads realize this is literally pound Me Too? Keep putting it up there and I'll keep pounding you. So I don't even <laughs> no, know, yeah, you know who mean, Owen Benjamin I, is, but you certainly no, didn't steal his show. Yeah, like I said, I'm quite sure that there, there are better better minds than mine come up with that long before. I'm sure sometime that a real good comedian, probably the first time he saw that, one of any age, <coughs> Immediately put that together. You know, that's not a yeah. what the fuck is a hashtag. That's the pound sign. Oh, pound me too. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Exactly. I mean, I'm still laughing, you know, at the soccer. And I don't know, Nate, I'm not sure. Nate finds it slightly funny, but not as funny as me. I'll see if you find it funny. Two soccer players on the English team. One's name is Harry Kane. Okay, where well, I know where your mind goes when you hear that, to some degree, because you're a man. And the other guy's name is something, and his last name is Stones. Okay, well, I find that funny. You got to say it again, I guess. Okay, well, the first guy's name is players Harry. On. Two two players on the same team. One of his one of their names is Harry Kane, and the other one's name is Joshua Stones. Okay, well, in my mind. Harry Kane, well, obviously that's that is what that is, and stones are balls. Those names are funny to me. Especially when the um, announcer says, "Everybody, everybody, look at Harry Kane! Oh, everyone wishes they had a Harry Kane to hold on to." Yeah, I find that hilarious. Now, maybe that's my meaning. Mind I, I get the I get the Harry reference. Meaning well, Harry, cane, you know, he's got a hairy. Is a cane, cane in, is a cane slang for a cock? Yeah. See, I, I I wasn't aware of that. Okay, so you know you got hairy cock, and then stones. Well, I guess in England, stones is in balls, but a lot of other places, you know, you got a big set of stones on you there, Robinson. That's sure. Not that much of a stretch. Yeah, that's not that much of a sure. stretch. So when so when they announced during the soccer game that Harry Kane has an assist on a goal by Stones with a header, that's funny to me. Yeah, yeah I got you now. <laughs> I didn't know the Kane. Juvenile, ad- juvenile, admittedly, but funny. But he didn't really Sure, it's like, them, you know, like, it's well, like it's Mike Hunt. Yes, that's always going to be funny. Or and Haywood. Then, uh, Hey, would you bomb me? What the hell was? <laughs> uh, fuck no, I can't think of the goddamn show. Um, Porky's. When he gets her to say it over the intercom in the res- at the restaurant, it's fucking hilarious. My cunt. Yeah. Has anybody seen my cunt? Is my cunt in the parking lot? No. <laughs> uh, chuck- I chuckle even here. Yeah, I get chuckling now. And that's 
30 years ago, or fuck more than that, probably more like 40 years ago, probably. Uh, some things change, and see, and that's that's I guess now to tie that all into the Tim and Tom show. That is part of of what we're trying to get across here. Some shit is just funny. Some shit is just yeah. stupid. Yeah. And it isn't about politics or race or sexual orientation or uh, whether you're a man or a woman or stupid or smart or any of that fat, skinny, whatever it is you can dream up. A funny joke is a fucking funny joke. And if it's aimed at whatever you are, um, okay, you don't necessarily have to laugh at that joke then, but you don't have to be so fucking outraged that you've got to try to get prevent anyone else from hearing it or getting to laugh at it. Right. Move on. Pick pick uh, pick somebody else not to pick on, but if you think that joke about fat people was fucking hilarious, you know what? Tell me a good fat fuck. I'm a fat dude. Tell me a good fat joke. I'll be the first fucking guy to laugh if it's funny. Hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, that's what you've been dreaming about, pounding. Dirty pig. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's enough for the Tom, Tim and Tom show for another night. Um, thanks to you who are listening. Uh, I know this sounds like a broken record, and Tom Robinson's not quite sure how it can be true, but the numbers continue to slowly go up week after week. We've uh, got a fairly dedicated fan base now, and we're trying to build on that. Uh, more news to come on that, as I might have mentioned yesterday on the uh, soccer show. Uh, real life is... Uh, kind of snuck into the uh, wide men network the last little bit and still got some time here before things get uh, uh, settled down so we can get into more of a a solid routine because we've kind of been jumping around with times and days and about the only show that ever seems to go on at the same time every week is the basketball show and everything else seems to kind of just fall in uh, whenever it can. So thanks for everybody who's keeping up or trying to find it or or who does find it and downloads it. Um, I don't know if we've got uh, if we got any other plans for anything this week. Uh, tomorrow, the basketball show. I don't know. Okay, about, of course, uh, yes. The, of course, the basketball. Uh, the soccer show is going to be back on Friday uh, because uh, things are going moving at a bigger, little more pace now, so there's no point in having a show three days after everything happens. Um yeah, I don't know. And a round, round table on Sunday. If round something, table on if Sunday, something yes. pops up in between. We probably should should try to throw up something on Saturday. I don't know what, but we got to come up with another show, I guess, so we don't steal all the ideas for this one. I mean, usually we can find enough things to talk about, but still. Um, yeah. As always, keep your eye open on the uh, on the Twitter page or the that's usually where to look for the info, and if something's something's getting planned. We'll let you know. And uh, by the way, for anyone who wasn't didn't listen to the soccer show, uh, so they didn't hear it, um, if you are a fan of uh, Bobby Blaze, even a tiny little bit, uh, you must listen to the last episode of the Sunday Night Countdown or Roundtable. I'll say Countdown, just like you. Uh, uh-huh. Bobby was in full form. Bobby was in f- absolute full form. Um, it was hilarious. Uh, some fucking asshole named Jim showed up. I don't know who the hell he was. Um, uh, Lou, our long time, our good time friend Lou made an appearance. Uh, 
we finally got Jim out of, he hacked my spot at the table. I finally got back on about 30 minutes in. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of something for everybody in that show, and Bobby was, uh, well, Bobby was Bobby Blaze. Uh, he gave you, he, he gave what he is known for, and he delivered because he was in top-notch form. Told a few stories that uh, even the diehards we hadn't heard before, uh, particularly a story about him being a corrections officer, which I had no idea, and it was uh, yeah. a pretty personal story too. So well worth checking out. So if you missed that, uh, be sure to sneak back and give it a listen because it's well worth it. Um, that's it about it for me. Uh, you want to uh, get anything to plug or wrap up, Tom, and then I guess take us home. Um, no, thanks for listening to Tim and Tom. Sorry the voice wasn't there tonight to do impressions. Uh, glad you're listening. Thank you. And uh, just keep checking in because uh, it'll be very soon where we will have a concrete schedule um, within a month maximum. Football's around the corner and we're definitely going to include a big show for that, etc. So keep an eye on us. We're going to make football our bitch come fall. Yep. So so you can uh, can imagine what that means coming from us. So stay tuned for that because we're going to attack that, and it's it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> not you going to be pretty it. at all, which which means makes for good listening. All right, well that's it for us. We're we're fucking out of here. Take us home, Tommy. Peace.